And here we are again, another beautiful episode. The sun is shining, the tank is clean, and the, it's time, clean. the, the tank is clean, Sean. It's time for some Dragon Bags action. You know you heard it before, we love their freaking bags. So why don't you join us in going over to DragonBags.com and getting that heat. Drop code BIGASP12 at checkout and save yourself some money. We got a fun episode, so let's just get to it. Sorry, the Cavs had 69 points, that's all I kept thinking about. <laughs> 69, <laughs> We hope you throw it straight. And nothing but four bangers from here on out. All right, welcome back to yet another episode of the Big Ass Cornhole Podcast. Sean and Dane are back with you all again. Dane, yeah, what's going boy. on? What's all do? Not too much. Not um, too much. So we're not just sitting here by ourselves. We are not. Awkwardly, from the streets of Cleveland, <laughs> we bring in uh, Mr. Robin Gillen. What's going on, buddy? Hey, guys. Thanks he, for having me. Ironically, he's our cousin. He is. And he's like the best mixologist in all of Cleveland. So he's going to hang out with us for this episode, and uh, he's going to chime in every once in a while. So if you hear a just a sexy third voice. That's me. Mm. It's not Dane and I just harmonizing. It's actually Robin. Yeah. I can harmonize also. For sure. All right. And everything's a little clearer. Sorry, I, was, okay. uh, I thought the harmony was going to start. All right, so Thanks, we is this this next segment, all right, very popular. Yes, Always has is. been a staple of the show. All right, and this week is going to be a little more special. So, Dane, do what you do best every single week. Let the folks know what we're sipping on tonight in our favorite segment called What You Drinking. Ho ho! What you drinking? <laughs> Robbie's never heard the, the soundbite before. He's never heard the soundbite. <laughs> no. um, that is uh, that's yours truly. Do oh, Mickey I know. Yeah. That's that's yeah, spot on. Um, though. But again, this is not my doing. This week, our delightful mixologist over here made us a creation. So, Robbie, without further ado, what are we drinking? Tell us what we're drinking. We are drinking the world famous painkiller, which is a um, very traditional. A rum cocktail. It originated in the Caribbean back in the 70s. Um, this is something that anybody can make. Not every bar is going to be able to make this. Your corner dive where you're slinging your $2 Bud Lights probably isn't going to have some of the stuff you need. But you bougie. They'll try, exactly. to, they'll try to make it, though. Yeah, for sure. Uh, you'll get a little... It'll be a different recipe, but you know what? It'll get close, and it'll get you there, and that's really the important thing. Um, you, but if you want to make this stuff at home, it's super easy. You can You just go to your liquor store... And then you go to your grocery store, and then you kind of just pick up the stuff. So, and if you're baller, your liquor store is inside of your grocery store. That's true, right? Wow. Yes, that's when know. you know you live in a nice neighborhood. I know, absolutely. Right? That sure. and when they let you take the grocery carts out into the parking lot. Yes, correct. For sure. yes. So <laughs> that's a dead giveaway. Yeah, that's like a. There was a shot at little bumper. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> a little inside uh, joke there. Anyways, so Robbie, what's in this thing that we're we're currently drinking? So it's uh, rum based. So actually, uh, Pusser's Rum, which is the Pusser's Rum Limited Company, they actually trademarked the name Painkiller specifically because of this cocktail and for this cocktail because it's not a painkiller without Pusser's. Um, okay. Pusser's Rum you can get at pretty much any liquor store that's going to have a halfway decent rum selection. Okay. But you don't have to use Pusser's if you can. Pretty much any spice rum, you'll be fine. Okay. Uh, it make sure it's forty proof or higher. Uh, higher is better, Always. obviously. Yep. Um, but so, and then it's just 
pineapple juice, orange juice, and cream of coconut. Don't use coconut milk. You can if you really want to, or if you're in a pinch, that's fine. Don't use coconut rum. You can if it's in a pinch, that's fine. But get Coco Lopez or true cream of coconut because it's going to have that creamy stuff. It's going to have like the fattiness and it's going to like just because fat cancels out a lot of stuff. So it's going to just give it a better mouthfeel. I feel like overall. you keep uh, saying like creamy and white and looking at yeah, us. Yeah, 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 absolutely. We understand. Mouthfeel. Mouthfeel uh, all day. <laughs> no, so, um, so today the way that our made, I made ours actually is so the traditional recipe is two ounces of rum, four ounces of pineapple juice, one ounce of orange juice. And one ounce of cream of coconut. I churched ours up a little bit today, and I did three ounces of two different types of pussers. Sure did. I did an ounce and a half of the OG pussers, and then I did an ounce and a half of the pussers gunpowder, which is bang bang fi- exactly, which is fifty four percent rather than the normal forty. So she's gonna have a little bit of a kick. And then I kept with the four ounces of pineapple, one ounce of OJ, and one ounce of cream of coconut. But the finishing touch on uh, painkiller, which it's not a painkiller without this finishing touch, is the generous finely ground nutmeg on top. Um, it just kind of really just brings the whole picture together. It makes you sense because I mean? typically after you grind your nuts, you need a painkiller. Yes, so I absolutely. It. I knew we made it in life when I saw him bust out like fresh nutmeg. Oh, I know. I'm like, oh, this wow. is how the other okay. half lives. Oh, yeah. Like, well, wow. I didn't know it actually came in a ball form. I thought it was always just in the tiny little like, Never shaker seen a nutmeg that I had before. that I touched <laughs> maybe for like a pumpkin spice latte from yeah, time correct. to time. But. Yeah, that's correct. Well, that's a bonus reason to keep it around. And then I've actually made a pumpkin spice painkiller before. Uh, so the bar that I work at, we actually have a painkiller on the menu. Um, it does have pussers in it. And it does have another um, high-proof rum, Hamilton 86. So it's 86 proof. Shout out to Brightside. Yes, Brightside. Thank you. Hot, hot. Um, And then also what I do is, so we do two ounces of the rums, and then we do three ounces of pineapple, one ounce OJ, one ounce cream of coconut. And then the other thing that we do, and then this is going to get a little funky, is I do an ounce of a... Pineapple jalapeno oleo sacrum. Uh, so that's a really fancy Trying way of saying. Trying to church saying, it up some. Oh, yeah. So that's a really <laughs> fancy way of saying it's a pineapple jalapeno syrup. Sweet. Um, and that really adds some spice to it. We're, it's actually scissor on this show. Oh, scissor. Yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> this is. Um, and, but what I found is I actually had to tweak the recipe a little bit because um, it was a little too spicy for some people, uh, which I don't think it was too spicy. I at like all. it as spice. Exactly. But um, it definitely had a little bit too much. So I rolled it back a little bit. And now I really love it. Uh, the iteration we did last year had we did a cranberry a cinnamon grenadine in there as well. So it gave this nice pink hue and added just a little bit more like. Just a little bit more to little it. snap. Okay. So if you're looking to find out more, if you check out our Patreon, hey, all right, we're going to yeah, partner yeah. up here with uh, Mr. Robbie, and he's going to start releasing some uh, signature big asp drinks. All right, at least once a month, we're going to try to get a drink out. So if you're looking to follow, you want to follow the recipe, find the video, check out Patreon.com/slash Big Ass Cornhole, and you can find all Robbie's goodies there. Hell yeah! And Sean, uh, I can already tell you, my face is getting a little flush. <laughs> I know that come tomorrow morning, yep. I'm going to wake up a little fuzzy. And I need that little slap in the nuts that we all know and love called Cornhole Coffee. It gets your morning started right, the Cornhole Coffee way. Go over to CornholeCoffee.com, drop code BIGASP at checkout. It's going to save you 10%. And don't forget, drink, focus, throw. Mint is the February flavor. 
Oh, we're getting minty on it? Yeah, we're getting minty. So oh, you, you're I'm running still, out of time. If you're listening to this on Wednesday, it's the last day you can get the breakfast blend. Yeah, I'm still letting the popular. breakfast blend rip. It's delicious. But if you're feeling a little fresh, you want a little freshness in your life, mint is coming in February. Mm. Hell yeah. All right, Cornhole family, we have more audio gold plan for you all today. We're going to uh, recap the ACL Canada Open. All right. We have Facebook dramatic readings. Um, Then we're going to be joined by ACL Pro, one of the nicest guys in the game, one of our favorite dudes, Mr. Steven Bernisset. I'm super excited for this one. I wonder what shoes he's going to wear for the occasion. Dude, I I know. Like, I'm I'm pretty excited. Like, he's a loafers guy. No, he's no, a Jordan's he's a, he like very nice, yeah, the very nice collection. Yeah. Oh, wow. yeah. yeah. He's, Gave a, him a little he's a homage, you know, in the picture. You said I, I saw that. So, um, but flick. before we jump into it, all that, we were going to bring you what's going on in our cornhole lives in a segment we call In and Around the Hole. Brought to you by Blackjack Cornhole. We've been telling you for years stop throwing ugly bags. Stop it. Because you throw ugly bags, you're going to feel sad, real sad. But if you throw something sexy, you're going to feel oh. amazing and you're going to play amazing. So go to blackjackcornhole.com. You get free shipping, amazing customer service, maybe a hug from Troy, even though Troy hey, like doesn't message me anymore. So, Troy, this is a wellness check. Troy Hauser, if you're still there, yeah, just, we, just checking on it. Yeah, love we you, know man. Tennessee wasn't, wasn't as good as anticipated, know, but it's all it's right, okay. man. It's all right. And he sucks at fantasy football, but it's okay, it, man. Again, it's, it's all right. Okay, you can go to Dane's League next year. All right, it's okay. <laughs> so just help Troy out. All right, he needs to pick me up. Go to blackjackcornhole.com, use code BIGASP, and you're going to save yourself 10%. Boop. You ever feel like a... Black sheep in the world, Robbie. Do you ever feel like a black sheep in the world? I feel like like just look. You're you're definitely kind of a black sheep, just knowing you for sure. That's a uh, that's a that's a common thing among people in the service industry. Where what, the what island if, of misfit toys. What if toys. I could tell you that there is a bag company that just embraces the island of misfit toys called Black Sheep Baggers? Would that be something that would interest you? It would be. It should. All right, because they make great bags. You go do. to blacksheepbaggers.com, Use code Big Ass. You're going to save some money. All right, they've thrown by several of the good pros. They've come out with some sweet designs recently. We love the Costello X. If you're somebody that's looking for a slightly smaller, slightly fuller template of a bag, Costello X is a great like hybrid carpet alternative. You got the OG2. You got a whole lineup, and their new ones that we just were uh, reviewing when we were in Hamilton, Ohio, are bangers. So go to BlackSheetBaggers.com, use code BIGASP, and you're going to save yourself some money. Heck yeah. All right. So we're through all the fluff in the beginning. What's going yeah. on, folks? Um, so what's new? Robbie, what's well, new with you, man? So yeah, what's, what's, you actually, you got a whole bunch of shit going on, man. Like you, you just moved, right? I did. I just moved. Uh, we're actually, I'm back to the West Side. Okay. West Side. West side. Dude, west side. Welcome say, back. You are a welcome West Sider. I Do, need I remind you, your blood is on the West Side. <laughs> yes. If you are not from Cleveland, some places go north and south. Cleveland is very much east and west. If you were a West Sider, you don't cross the bridge and go east. You just yeah. don't because everything good in life is on the West Side. And then you cross the bridge and go east. You just never come west because again, you have everything you need over there. Robbie left us. He abandoned us, and he went to the east side for many years. <laughs> but now he's back. I'm back, baby. He's back, baby. No, yeah, I just moved. Um, getting settled in, and then uh, getting used to the neighbor. Well, I should say reacclimated to the neighborhood. Right. Uh, and then honestly, man, just kind of you're like down the street from like like ten minutes away from Dana and I now. Yeah, it's like no, it was, it, it's actually it's, <laughs> it's eight minutes. Yeah, <laughs> he texted me. Well, I was he texted me it takes like, twelve minutes to get mom and dad, so I figured, yeah, would yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, he texted me on his way over. It was like uh, he's like, I'll be over at eight. And he texted me at seven forty. He's like, all right, on my way. And immediately after that, he's like, I'm gonna be early. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, just like I said, getting a little react, and it's nice because. You know, um, I'm less than 20 minutes from work now, which is cool. And I work easy in, commute. You have 71 right there. You just yeah, hop right on. Yeah. Just shoots right bingo, out there. Bingo. And then before I know it, you know, and bingo, um, bingo. And other than that, I've just been digging away at work. To be honest, we've, we, we've got, um, 
if I'm you're more, in the Cleveland area, though, like not just to hype it up, Brightside is one. Like you guys have killer food. Like I've never had anything bad there. I had the pizza last time. And I had to contain myself. Like I was getting pretty excited. Dude, you gave me the last slice. Dude, I know. I had to, you had to try because it, it was that good. I like know. I wanted to Sharing share with caring. other people. Yeah, man. Exactly. And then I mean, obviously, you always treat us right. Like I love going in there, and you just know what I like. So I like getting that little surprise. Yeah, I just walk up and I say IPAs. I don't sure. think. Yeah, I don't think I've ever actually <laughs> ordered a drink. You just look me in the eye and like you know exactly. Correct. You know if it's before noon, Bloody Mary. After that, IPAs all day. So Dane, what's new with you, man? Well, I actually got out to throw. Oh, yeah. I went out uh, that's right, Thursday. That's right. yeah, I okay. hit up uh, Eric Anderson's switch. Um, nice. Not that many in attendance, um, but I snuck right in there. Like they're starting right at 630 and I walked in the door and just started throwing. Like literally I was on the board as soon as I walked in. Okay. Um, but took second in the switch. Um, Limited numbers again, but it's fine. Uh, but again, it's, uh, <laughs> I will I will take it. Yeah, um, for sure. Seconds a second, and Eric threw. Okay, and he did not win. Oh, and still beat him. So um, that's all that matters. Um, so Dwayne lives on in lore. Um, and then we did a blind draw after that, and I had a young man who's been throwing for about like six months now, but he like started playing with his dad. Super nice guys, <clears throat> got along with him great. Our first match, we were facing his dad's team. And he literally turned to me and he's like, I've never faced my dad in a match. I'm like, what are you talking about? And he's like, I just, man, I just, I don't think I'm going to do well. He was right. <laughs> he, was, he was right. It well, was, uh, I thought, is this the day he becomes a man? Yeah, they, I, I wanted to, t- I kept telling him that. I'm like, this is your dad over here. It should be like your one goal in life is to beat his ass in sports. Oh, if I'm, yeah, like, I'm going against my dad, like on purpose. I, I'm talking shit the whole time. Yeah, my dad, like, he just stopped facing me in sports besides golf, like, once I reached six feet tall. Cause he's yeah. like, ah, whatever. He just, yeah, like, oh, maybe an eighth grade when his father is an insane golfer, though. He's good. He's good. I mean, he hasn't, for a little guy, yeah. he's good. He hasn't beaten me in years. We little man. Don't ever forget it, Dad. Can I ask you guys something? So I've seen recently there's this, because uh, I throw darts on the side. Oh, okay. I'm in a dart league. Sweet. Uh, but so I've, I've been seeing in the dark community, there's like this 16-year-old who has like come up who's like threw like a perfect nine darter in his first round in the championship. Like the kid is like a wonderkind or whatever. Have you guys ever seen anything like that in any, all the tournaments you've so been it's, doing it's, stuff it's, like that? Like dude, the cornhole like, community right now is super, like the best players in the world are super young. Yeah. They're really? all, yeah. Like one of the best players in the world regarded like the last few years, the kid they called baby goat, Alex Hicks. He hasn't won a national, but he's just, he's won like a bunch of opens this year alone. Uh, you have uh, this kid named Ryan Trader, who's, 14, 15 years old, just yeah. a stud. Like, and they're all, because what do you, they have no pressure in life, Robbie. They don't have bills to pay. All yeah. they get to do is go to school and they come home and throw a corner. Their mom yep. and dad drop them off at blind draw. They stay up and they just practice, practice, practice. And they, it's crazy how good they get. It's very much turning into a young, like, I, I think the average, we, we talked about this with one of our guests. I would say the average age of an ACL pro right now is probably 30. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. See, and, I had and, no idea. And there's a limit. They only allow eight juniors. So under 18. Otherwise, like the whole thing yeah. would, would just correct. Be it would be a large. Po- that's been a conversation we've had before. Yeah, is, we said if they opened it up to all juniors, how you probably drop down to like 22. But yeah. I that's mean, that's how good the youth is at this game. It's kind yeah, of it's pretty crazy. No, I didn't know that. Very much so. So I have uh, it's all those video games, man. So I work at a pain management company. Games. Right. And I have a new we had a new doctor that just recently started. I met him like uh, last week. Okay. And I swear to God, it's like working with Michael Scott. He walks up to me and they introduce me and he's like, Sean, Sean. Sean Puffy Combs, you're kind of puffy. Sean John. I'm going to call you Sean John. And then just walked away. And every day I see the guy now, he's like, Sean John, what's going on? I'm like, 
I fucking hate you so much. Yeah. yeah. Like, My middle name's Matthew. Yeah. Like, don't do that. <laughs> like, yeah. What's his name? Uh, Let's collectively come up with first, a good nickname. I know. I don't know his first or name. What's though. his last name? We can roll I know. With hold that. on. Give me a sec. He just started. Uh, oh my god! I know, I know it's bad. It's not even putting you on the it. spot. I'll remember. Right. I'll remember. I'll go on. Yeah, but when you unpack so, that later, we'll, um, we'll hit up. So on Saturday, right? My wife normally goes on Wednesdays with the kids to this bakery, right? They like eating macaroons, like all the pretty date, whatever, right? Kelsey so, Elizabeth, shout out! She did yes. my wedding cake. Yes, please. <laughs> so Saturday, they were having the frozen princesses, Anna and Elsa, there to take pictures, and my wife's like. Nora would like to go. I'm like, okay. She's like, I'm sure maybe Logan might want to go. So all day I'm like, all right, that's fine. I had it in my head. Logan wakes up at like six. Val runs out to the store, runs errands in the morning. Kelsey Elizabeth opens at 10. So we're like, if we leave nine, nine 30, we'll get there at 10. We'll be good. All morning. Logan's like, dad, I don't want to go. I want to stay home. We'll stay home and play. And I'm like, fuck yeah, we will. Like, we'll <laughs> stay home. I don't have to get dressed. We're going to chill. Like have a nice girls can go have their time. Boys time. Like we'll be good. Yeah, boys as, soon, day. as soon as my wife gets home and Logan's like, I don't want to go. As soon as they're about to leave, he's like, I want to go. I'm like, no, you don't. He's like, yeah, mom's going out. Uh, I'm Saturdays for the boys. <laughs> so I had to get Saturdays up. Saturdays are I, for the boys. And we get there, right? So then we're leaving a few minutes later. We get there like maybe at w- like 10 one, the line is wrapped around the fucking building. Not once. But twice, Sean, a spiral Anna of wine. Elsa, okay, it's not just it's not just one; it's both of them. It was a little chilly out on Saturday. Yeah, because Frozen was standing there. standing in line for an hour <laughs> listening to my kids, bitch. Especially Logan. Logan's like, I'm cold. I'm like, we could have been home warm and having fun right now, but we're outside standing in yeah, line. I could have made you hot chocolate. You did this. Oh my god. Um, what else is new? Uh, Detroit. Feel bad for you guys, man. Yeah. Um, as a Cleveland fan, I truly feel for you. It felt like I was watching a Cleveland Browns game. Um, do you have any interest in watching the Super Bowl now? I, mean, I know you. I know you. Like you're on the train of I want to watch the. I the appreciate greatness. greatness yeah, is, man. I'm trying I to because I like football and I don't want to like just give up on it because it's going to be boring for the next 20 years because he's probably going to go to at least half of them. It seems like it's just I don't, I don't know. know. It's just annoying because you know we're never going to be able to get away from it. I know. Like it's forever going to be. Patrick Mahomes, like yeah, moving down. We're the line. rooting for San Fran to beat Taylor Swift's boyfriend, right? Even though he's from Cleveland. No. No, I'm I don't. Not. I don't care either really? way. Really, you know it. why? You know why? And I know that I'm going to get some hate for this, but because there are some people that listen to the show regularly that are San Fran fans. And this is not a direct shot at you as a fan. The Steve city, of, the city of San Francisco is a piece of shit right now. It should not be celebrated. It's very expensive. It's expensive. There's homeless it's, everywhere. Yeah, they homeless have apps where they track the human shit everywhere. Why? Why should a sports team? Why? I mean, a city like that that is seriously falling apart. One of the most beautiful cities in the country, formerly, and now it's covered by human shit. But we're supposed to celebrate the sports team that comes out of there. I'm good. So whoever was going, and I like the players on their team. They have the great white hope at running yeah, back. I know. Who doesn't like Christian McCaffrey? If they win, am I going to be devastated? No, but I'm going to pull. I would rather see. I mean, let's just see the. We had to deal with tra- Taylor Swift all season, right? We might as well see the fairy tale ending at this point. True. Let's just see it. She if can not, write an we, album about it. Exactly. Oh, if not, if they my lose, journey. maybe, yeah, something. So you my, guys my did, chiefdom. did the city of San Francisco peak with the movie The Rock starring Nicolas Cage? And maybe. It could have. I mean, that chase scene in the beginning no, with the I Hummer. Think, no, it was probably peak still like when like the whole tech boom was going on. It's so, like early 2000s. Like, I don't think it started really going on. So, like, until, like maybe tail end of Full House. Like, I yeah. know. No, I'm thinking, I'm thinking like COVID time <laughs> is really when it started going down. Because I was in San Francisco the year before COVID. I mean, it was like. Dury, but it was still beautiful. But now it's like it's just completely different. So that's that's my stance on it anyway. And I love most fans like that are fans of like San Francisco around here. Well, fuck, you've never been to San Francisco. That's How true. are you a fan? Yeah, like stop, <clears throat> just stop. 
Like, oh, I was a big Steve Young fan. Yeah, when I was three, I liked Brett Favre. But guess what? I grew up, and now I'm a Browns fan, motherfucker. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Jesus Christ. Um, I got an email back from NACA. What? Ding, do we have, like, a special alarm? NACA like, Waka. Do we have any, like, what's good, like, just pick some Here, random. I think, isn't there, like, a Boeing or something? No, I just, let's look at some of the stuff we came up with. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you. Where's some of the good ones came to? Um, Miso Corny? Miso Corny! No. <laughs> I'm not a sore loser. It's just that I prefer to win, and when I don't, I get furious. All right, we'll go with that one. That's not bad. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's actually kind of appropriate. So I had reached out to them a few times. They finally got back to me. I think with some pressure on social media, helped a little bit. Um, so I did find out that at least one of the former team owners from the MLC is now the CFO of okay. the uh, is Terry Siegfried, the owner of Ohio Riders, the one guy from there that we met and that we actually liked. He was very cool with us. We went to the combine. He was very gracious. So, like, I'm trying to have somewhat of an open eye. But if you if you look at all this stuff, right, you go on their website and you look at their format. It's basically like a baby down version of what the MLC is doing. Like, same singles, doubles format, but the teams are a little bit smaller. Okay. So, I think it's only, like, teams of four they have to go. But everyone's playing either, like, a singles or a doubles match. And they gotcha. also have a teams match, right? But they still have the airmail thing. So I invited them to come on the show. They have not responded yet. I'm hoping they come on the show because I told them in the email, listen, this looks very much like MLC version 2.0, and we're going to continue to make fun of it until we get more answers. Exactly. So like, just come on, answer some questions. If you can honestly say that this is not, there's no affiliation with anybody that was former owners of the MLC, all right, then we'll give it a fair chance, right? We owe it to that because, again, we want the game to grow. We want as many more shit to cover is better for us. Hell yeah. It but if it's MLC, like I'm going to continue to make fun of it. And I heard there might be a press conference, a breaking press conference about uh, from Dwayne. Can you confirm yeah, there's, this? There's going to have to be. Okay. Yeah. Right. I mean, obviously, if they're going to start up a new league, he yeah. has to be the face of it. Yeah. I mean, no um, just random stuff. Did you happen to catch the Jeremiah Ellis Matt Guy final in their regional? Um, I did. Um, and I saw the incredible shot that you had posted as well. So it did I, remind me that I suck at cornhole, so thanks for that. Yeah, um, so I think it was – so Jeremiah was trying to go for the double dip, fell one game short, Matt ended up winning it all, but both games were epic. I mean, they, I think the whole match lasted 52, 53 minutes, and you don't see this very often at, like, high-level cornhole. Ellis was up 19 to 12 and ended up losing in one round. He gave up a nine spot to lose it. I mean, it does happen. Matt Guy will do that to you. Yeah, but, he can throw him in. We've been saying all season again, man, or Jeremiah Ellis is as good as advertised. Matt guy look good. I mean, again, like I just don't know if his game is sustainable with all these young guns, if he can really put it together. But if he shoots an 11, it's hard to beat it is really hard to beat. So I also saw Jamie Graham had some insane. Numbers yeah, like too. 107, 108 bags at yeah. one point. And I, I, mean, saw I think that was like he the won whole singles and then something. him and Frank won doubles, yeah. correct? In the Carolina. Was it state championship? I think it was the state champs. Yeah. See, that's what's still weird about cornhole, like in the ACL, because the state championships are all fucking over, all over the place. Like know, when they like are there's one in every state. Well, no, for us. No, no. I'm saying like <laughs> for, for us, though, like it's at the end of the season. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it no, means it's... I always thought the state championships were always at the end of the season. Not like just it's just randomly. Placed. Sometimes I think it's whenever they can get them in. That's fair. Oh, hey, hey. Anyways, all right. Is it, is it time to talk about the Canada Open? It is. Okay. It is. Okay, man. Okay. Let's, all right. So let's the, get there. The Canada Open is always an interesting one because it's interesting to see how many ACL pros are going to travel. Right. There are ACL international pros, Robbie. That there are. Uh, I, I don't know the exact amount. If I had to guess, six to eight from Canada, uh, male and female, that are also like full time like ACL pros. So they did this open event up there. It looked like it was reasonably well attended by the pro. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's there's some names there. 
I mean, it's definitely not, not as loaded. As correct. See, it's, de- it's definitely not, but there were some familiar names up there, and as expected, you would expect to see them kind of standing at the end. Yes. And for the most part, the podiums were pretty crowded with the popular names. So if we start with open doubles, you had Jordan Power and Joe Niestek get it done over Austin Schlobaum and Nico Morales. So All Team Titan, Titan yeah, just Titan bags, just having a nice day. And uh, so Titan actually swept the first three spots because Hister and Birchfield took third. All right. Love to you see have it. Ryan Smith and Elizabeth Tennyson fourth. I mean, in terms of looks, I mean, is there a better looking cornhole team in there that no. weekend? I mean, that's, no, that's my look at the goodness. butt on that. Like, I mean, just <laughs> um, you have Petuski and Verona taking fifth. Is it, I think it's time to start taking a really good look at Frank Verona. He had a really good my, weekend. My, my, my Verona. Um, he had a really solid weekend. We'll go over him a little bit later, but power Neistat, it's a good sign. You expect a team like that, that they think that they, they have top 10 potential. We know well, that. Just, I mean, they're comfortable in Canada. Yeah. But I'm saying with the, with the talent pool, I'm, I hate to just put it like this, but it's depleted, right? It was not as, it's not as stacked as national. You expect a team like that to go and finish on top. Mm-hmm. Looking at everyone else out there on paper, they were probably the best team I would imagine. Yeah. No, so sure. you expect to see them a, finish up. It was nice to see them there. Um, Schlobaum and Nico Morales, they are both been throwing quietly very well in the Open Series, especially Nico Morales. Every year he's been a pro. Every year he's just getting a little, a little bit, bit better. better. And he's one of those guys that's going to sneak into the top 20 in singles, and no one's going to fucking know about it. I agree 100%. He doesn't get any due. Like, he doesn't get any, like, notice. We got to get him on the show soon. Because I've watched, whenever I'm at a tournament that he's at, I've been trying to make an effort to go watch him play. Cause I hadn't gotten to see him play a lot. Mm-hmm. The dude is just, he might have the best airmail in the game. Oh yeah. I mean, he, he carries it so deep on any shot. It so might be like him or our guest later. I mean, they're right up there. True. Both guys play very, very similar true. style, but fun to watch. All right. In singles, Jimmy humans still playing professional cornhole. How about that? Look at that. That a boy. Jimmy How long Eumanns. has he been in the game? So he, Jimmy humans like two years ago was on top of the world. Like he was the first guy to ever have a perfect season. Like in oh. opens, um, and then he kind of came down like the last season or two. Yeah, not bad. He started but just bulking like, up, and it got in his got in his way a little bit. Just average, you know yeah. what I mean? Heard, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like you know, he consider, and we consider him. You know, he has potential to be like a top ten, top fifteen talent. He just hasn't shown it recently. But so it's nice to see him go to an open with some other big names and actually pull off the win. But he takes down Frank Verona. Now, the only reason I was bringing him up, obviously, Verona loses in the final. He wins his bracket, which we always say you can't win the national unless you win your bracket first, right? Mm-hmm. You got to get to the finals. Verona's key win. He had key wins over Neistat, Power, who he double dipped, Austin Schlobaum, and Zach Stickney. That's right. about like names. a national bracket run. Yeah, you know what I mean? Those sure. are all pro names. You're all have the guys you would potentially have to beat a national. So for him, I thought in singles, although he didn't win the finals, I thought he had the most impressive weekend as a whole. Not, not taking yeah, anything no, away from humans, but if you go back and look at humans' path, humans definitely had the easier path in, yeah, in no, terms I mean, of lacking name power or star power. I mean, beating just power and Neistat in general, like those two names in that field, is uh, that's that's the ones. Yep. Those are the ones that would trip you up. Second in the bracket, we had Trey Birchfield. Nice to see him throwing well again. Had a solid weekend. Second in singles in his bracket. Third overall in doubles with Adam. Um, still can't get used to seeing not saying Hisner Henderson. So I'm trying to be like, do I go Birchfield, Hisner? But that doesn't sound right. It's got to be Hisner, Birchfield, I think. Hisfield. All right. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Behind him. Uh, Jordan Power, again, just he likes Canada. He does well. Second in his bracket again. He got double dipped by Mr. Verona. Evan Vanos, third. Uh, he's a rookie this season. He was third in his bracket. I think he's out of Michigan. He had big wins over like guys like Ryan Smith. He beat Trey Birchfield in the winner's bracket. Kimberly Glass. 
Um, then you also had Joe K who was also third in his bracket. So pretty solid. Hell yeah. I mean, it always looks like they, I don't know, a little bit of levity at the Canada opens compared to some of the other ones. I feel like, yeah. So I was going to read this whole long post in dramatic readings, but it's really wrong long. So I was hit up today, um, by one of our fellow podcasters named corn Doug. All right. He goes down and back. He's an OG, right? He started a show even before we did. So he's been around a long, been around a long time. Um, we like corn Doug a lot. He has done a lot for the game and the growth of game in Canada. So apparently they had this draft there, right? <laughs> so apparently they had this draft here and, um, he made some like remarks about two players. One of them was this guy who is uh, Bernie's typical partner, and he called him Bernie's driver. Apparently, that pissed off Brandon Brown, who is also an ACL pro from Canada. Yeah. And then when he was introducing Brandon's wife, he said it's like instead of saying Tracy, I think is it Decost? Is that how you say her name? Decost. Sure, I think yeah. I think so. Instead of saying like her full name, he said, "Oh, Brandon's wife." So he took offense to that and went on this big rant, but. Just the way I, I'm so tempted to read some of it. I'm trying to decide how much I want to piss people off. Actually, let's go for it. Um, just nice. some of the way he words it is like, um, let's see. As an ambassador to the sport for Canada and someone who I believe people look to up to in the sport, I feel like it's my duty to make this post. It's this whole thing to me is like a nut fluffer. Like, hey, everyone come to my post and tell me how great I am and, like, take my side. Yeah, for sure. So, like, I'm just – I don't like that. Like, don't call somebody out and then at the same time, like, say how great you are. Because, like, the whole time, like, guess what he's doing? He's like, hey, look how bad Doug is, but, like, I'm fucking sweet. Like, yeah. I used to do stuff wrong, but now I'm awesome. Doug sucks. Like, it's just – I don't know. It's like a cry for help, and I just – I don't get it. Like – you're talking about wanting to grow the game and you changed and you know, you, you, it just took like a second chance to kind of get to change people's perception. Well then doesn't Doug deserve the same thing? I agree. Like does this need to be something that you're blasting? And now he's been doing it longer than he's threatening not to go to any event that Doug does commentary at. So I say to that, then he's never going to play. So we stand with corn Doug. Okay. We fan in America and I know it happened in Canada. So you guys have a weird thing with free speech there, but here in America, we like free speech. And so I stand by corn Doug and his right to say whatever the fuck he wants to say. And if you can't have thick enough skin as a professional, then you don't get to call yourself a professional. You just don't. Don't read the comments, folks. I don't know how you don't make the fucking post. You can do that if you're not a pro. But if you're trying to say, like, like I'm an upstanding citizen, people look up to me. What does that say for people that are looking up to me that you're going and crying on Facebook because somebody was mean to your wife? It wasn't even mean. <laughs> Called him your wife. Like, are we fucking kidding me right now? How I don't know what's you. going on up there. How but dare you, Sean? Free speech all the way. So, Corn Dog, we got you. We got your back, man. I know that no, it didn't seem like an analyst come to your aid. So, I don't like that. If you're gonna bully somebody, come pick on us. We That's got we got yeah. a following that match you. Yeah, I got you. Like, come say like come comment on my commentary. Well, I mean, we can do this all day, but don't come after us. He does a lot of work for little to no appreciation. That I don't think a lot of guys like him get enough credit. I agree 100%. I mean, he's not getting fucking rich off this, folks. He's putting content out there every motherfucking week, we and have. you guys want to come out here and talk shit about something he said for two minutes on a show? Fuck you. Sean, Fuck you. And Robbie, you know what? what was in that drink? Here's the thing Sean's all fired if, up. No, no, because it pisses me off. Because, like, again, it comes back to like, we don't get enough, and not even us, like, just in general, the content community here. People just are so fast to like criticize everything we say. But then, like, but they want more content. Yeah, but hey, guess, Corn Dog is doing a service for the for the cornhole game in Canada. Sean, guess how cornhole grew so fast? It's called content. Yeah, people, and like 
the pros don't put it out there. So Brandon Brown, here's my Brandon here's my Brown, request to you. Last time that you had content, here's my request on, to you. Man. If you have something to say and you really think this is an issue, come on our show. Let's discuss it. Let's hash it out. I'll invite Corn Dog. We can all hash it out together because. I, I don't see where he was wrong. He's allowed to say things like that. And if he's trying to make levity of it, then understand it's a joke. And if you can't understand a joke, then you're probably not going to be good on the show. Yeah. All right. No. Simple as that. Okay. That would actually kind of be scary. Anyways, so let's move on to the true dramatic readings, if that wasn't dramatic enough. Okay. Uh, let me find Hold on one second. It's all right. I got the sound bite. All right. You want to start with this? Right. bags start with brought them into their knees. Social media serves as sanctuary for keyboard warriors. Time for the dramatic readings. This dramatic reading is brought to you by Big D Bags. You heard it here, right, Robbie? It's called Big D, all right? Hell yeah. So get your hands on some Big Ds because it feels so good if you're a big-ass fan. A lot of girth. A lot of girth. So with that Big D, yeah, Sean's getting the squeeze motion. Yeah, you could squeeze them. You could slap them around a little bit. Let's give them, show them who's boss. So yeah, go grab some Big Ds over at BigDBags.com. I really like that the big D's can just fill up my whole hand and have a little weight. We to like it. to say if you're a fan of big ass, you might as well play with big D. That's might true. as well, yeah. Honestly. Or you know, if, don't be a big D bag. Throw them. Do you need me to open that again? <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. So now dramatic reading. <clears throat> Cornhole coffee. Proud sponsor. Everyone asks for companies to help support players, leagues, and other cornhole-related organizations. However, supporting those companies are a thought of last. I highly suggest supporting companies that sponsor players, have brand rep programs for players to earn needed funds for expenses, sponsoring media for those to watch for free on the internet slash listen on other platforms, and work specifically with other cornhole communities in order to grow with B2B. That is exactly what we have done at Cornhole Coffee in just year one. Just to think that we could do in year two if we had 100 new customers. Not asking for orders, just asking for support. We need the Cornhole family to rally and give support to all those companies helping in the community. As a company that's not a bag or board maker, I feel we are... I feel we are not taken seriously. Trust me when I say this. Bag slash board companies can support the sport of cornhole forever. You must bring in outsiders. Outsiders like co- coffee brand that sells to coffee lovers, but puts their money into the cornhole community. That was beautiful, man. Amen. Honestly. Cornhole coffee. So right. the sentiment behind this is something we've talked about a lot, is that the state of the game right now i've been worried about is because small cornhole based companies have had to take on the burden of basically paying for the travel and lodging for a lot of the acl pros right not all yep. of them but a lot a big portion of them you know what i mean and most of it comes on bag makers and board and or board makers but small companies like this, if we can support them and get as a community kind of rally around, like then there's another opportunity for somebody that's willing to give directly back to it, to the community. Hell yeah. Robbie, I mean, I know you working on West 25th, huge, like small company kind of feel, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. do you like I know for me, like if I have an option between 
big retail store, mom and pop. Like I try my best to go mom and pop every single time. It's just every once in a while, those Olive Garden breadsticks. I know, slap, God damn it, man. So. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, that's a yeah. Like the Olive Garden breadsticks, there's un, they're unlimited. That's cool, but um, they come out of a bag. You know what I mean? Well, the dough does. Whatever. We also whatever. eat Taco Bell, and that's like dog pellets that they rehydrate. So. No, for sure. But that's <laughs> it's much like the breadsticks. It's always worth it. It's never and never is, but it always is. You really? know what I mean? So, Robbie, I do this, have a new this post is exactly why I yell at you when you like try to waive our bill. Like that, don't yeah. do that shit. And I'm there to support. Yeah, I don't do that, especially if ownership is listening. <laughs> they don't. No, um, honestly, even I, being in the industry that I'm in. Um, coffee is an essential aspect of my life. Um, and the only time I really play cornhole is with, is when I'm with you guys, whether mm-hmm. it's at bachelor parties or barbecues, whatever. We love cornhole and at a bachelor party. You know, <laughs> my, we played so long at Nick's that my shoulder hurt the next day. <laughs> so when you know you're an athlete. Yeah, exactly. I used that's the that's my phrase. I used to be an athlete. Um, you really weren't though. But it was I was actually. Listen, varsity <laughs> four years, baby. Glory days of high school. Um, but uh, coffee is an essential thing, and like you know the Starbucks of the worlds and all those, those are cool. That's great for like convenience, but it all, it's different, but it all tastes the same. If, if you're, you get- co- but my thing is like, if you're a coffee, like and take coffee, for example, it can be a shirt. It can be any like apparel company that comes out. If you're a coffee lover, why not just order just once? Like, even if it's yeah. just one month, they don't make the world of a difference for like a small company. If everyone did that, I mean, like then again, the money's going to come right back in. It's just the world's going to go around. Yeah, and you want the convenience. They have K cups. They got thanks. all the shit you need, and it's Everything good. You need and, and it's, it's like good legit. Good. That's the thing. It, it's it doesn't hurt to try it, and if you like it, which you probably will, you just ride it then. Oh, and I want to get a, while hard. we're talking about small business, real quick before I forget. Shout out to another small business owner, one of our favorite fucking people in the entire world, Brandon Thompson. You're a motherfucking badass. Congratulations pew, on pew. retiring from the Navy. Um, yeah. You're free. Um, I can't wait to free. hang out with you again. Um, so congratulations, brother. Thank you very much for your service. And everyone, go buy some stuff as a celebration. Just go buy stuff at Big uh, go uh, at uh, uh, Airwolf, Airwolf Athletics. Athletics. And our code is still live. P.S. Of course it is. P.S. Because so why wouldn't it be? If you go to airwolfathletics.com, just, just as a celebration, if you want to give back to someone that gave so much to this country for the last 20 plus years, go to Airwolf Athletics. Buy, just buy something. Yeah, help and us And you can around. save yourself shipping if you use our code Big Asp. Wow. Wow. I mean, that's just, I mean, Beautiful. no free Most of the time. Ass. I don't order stuff if I have to pay for shipping. So if it's free shipping, it's kind of like, all right, cool. I'll take it. It's but free. if you order enough of it, it usually becomes free shipping. Yeah, right. that's true. Ready for the next one? Let's do it. Let's do it. Addicted to cornhole. Scott Schramm. I know this is a mental thing, but lately I've been able to get up big. I mean, double digits big. And still lose to anyone that has gone th- and still lose. Anyone that has gone through this could give me any advice on how to get their mental hurdle would be greatly appreciated. Thanks in advance. Amen, brother. Um, so I'm, I'm going to stay quiet here. So any advice would be greatly appreciated. Is he talking about the yips? So it's like I have the same issue. I'll get up in a match, right? Yeah. 18-4, 18-2, 19-1, something like that, and I'll still lose. It's like I just... I can't finish, and it's a. Med- I don't know what it yeah, is. It's because you you get at the start of the match, you have a little bit of those jitters, keeps you on your edge, and then once as soon as you get relaxed, 
a la Detroit Lions. That's so true, man. Right? And you're 100 percent right. You get I lose. I do. Relaxed, I lose focus a little you bit. You lose it because how you're do you like, stay oh, focused? This. Well, that and sometimes the confidence can turn into hubris. Exactly. Not all, sometimes yeah. I've gotten better at playing smarter. Like I used to be like, oh, I can hit this shot when I know business hitting yeah. it. So I've gotten better at the strategy side of it. But I do think it is a, like a lack of focus. Like I'll, and then if I have one bad round, it starts creeping my head. Like, oh shit, you better score fast because like he's getting really good, and you're gonna start sucking. You're gonna miss a bag. You're gonna fucking lose it. And like this whole thing just unraveling. Yeah, it just it's just starts spiraling. <laughs> and then like honestly, like just a. I don't. I mean, I've lost enough of those matches now that I've just learned to just embrace the suck. No, just never, never, just take it easy. Like you need to just put the pedal to the metal until the game is over. That's true. Like you can never think that because how many times have we come back from being down oh, nineteen yeah. to two? I mean, I it prefer happens. to be down because a like, lot of people do. Yeah, because they see that complacency happen. They're like, oh well. Next thing you know, they give up a seven, they give up a four, and boom, you're right back in that thing. Yeah. like that's the kind of shit that. Everyone loves to see happen, but yeah, it's uh, just got to keep the pedal to the metal and don't get complacent, man. Just keep on trucking. Build keep that on trucking, baby. All right, so we got one more. Should we have Robbie read it? Oh, I'll read it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You want me to use my dramatic voice? Yeah, please. That's what whatever, it's called. Whatever voice All right, you, ready? you seem fit. Mm. Oh, uh, addicted to cornhole. Do I say addicted to cornhole? Go ahead. Yep. Mm-hmm. Addicted to cornhole, Christopher Robinson. So instead of paying out 100% of tournaments, the ACL decides to take money from the players and spends money on a media team. And no, the media team isn't one person. It's four. And yes, the ACL pays for all their flights and hotels. I know a sixth grader who could make better videos by himself. The media team is so bad, it's almost an embarrassment for the league. Who says cornhole isn't a workout? So, ironically, I've been very critical, maybe not so much like on the mic, but I've been pretty critical behind the scenes on the content they're pushing out. Yeah. Because it's not meant, I don't think it hits the like 90% of the demographic that it's aiming towards. I think it's very much geared towards, at least it was last year, just the general public trying to be like, hey, what's cornhole? And like just trying to pull them in. Yeah. So they're trying to do all the trendy stuff. The problem is, it's super cringy. You need you need tiers of it. You can still do the cringy stuff and yes. hope that some takes off, but then you gotta have cringy can be funny. Stuff. Cringy yes. can be funny, but when you're trying to be funny, it's then it comes, it comes off as cringy. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like you almost have to go like if you know it's gonna be bad, then just really play into it, and it almost work better. Yeah, none like nobody's a professional actor. No, just get in there and have fun with it. And if you're like if you're trying like you said if you're trying to be funny, it never comes off fun. And again, I I appreciate and I applaud. Like I know how much time it takes. But then sometimes, like I see the content they come out with, I'm like, "You were there all weekend." Yep. And that's all you got. Oh, because they're just they're scrolling through TikTok and they're like, "Oh, we could do this dancer. Oh, that's a fun song. We could do that." Like, and we and we've talked to Trey about this, like even off the mic. And here, I'm like, "Catch oh. corn nuts in your mouth." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> come on. All right. I mean, that was one of the funnier ones. That's why I remember it. But. Did you happen to see that they um, started posting like average rounds of stuff? Oh, I did. Yeah, yeah. I so that's another gonna person be a started doing. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna. He started doing. He just said random rounds coming. I'm like, yeah, don't. Okay, we're not. Don't yeah. do that. Don't yeah, do that. Don't, don't step on yeah, our toes. Correct. We're gonna. We're gonna bring that back full fledged. And because yeah, our stuff's actually good. Yeah. yeah. Correct. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah. You want to cue the rap horn? Oh yes. Can I? Yeah. Is it that one? Yes. 
little extra. Little Get it. Reach mm. us at Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube at Big Ass Cornhole. And Facebook at Big Ass Cornhole Podcast. Thanks again to our sponsors. Why don't you head on over to Dragon Bags, drop code BigAss12 at checkout, and save yourself 12% or cornholecoffee.com. We did the dramatic reading. Support the business. Drop code BigAss at checkout to save yourself 10% on some beans. BlackjackCornhole.com for the sexiest bags around. Code BigAss. We're going to save you 10%. Don't forget about Black Sheep Baggers. Black Sheep Baggers, again, code big ass, but going to save you some money. Don't forget about Big D Bags. Right, Beat them Big Ds, baby. If you're big a fan D's. of Big Ass, you might as well throw Big Ds. All right, so go to BigDBags.com. And don't forget, if you're in the market for a new shiny set of professional quality boards, go to Gnarly Bags. If you go to GnarlyBags.com, use code big ass, you're going to save yourself some money, and you're going to have yourself a sweet ass set of boards to go with it. And again, if you want to use our logo, then you've got a place. We got to get you a set of boards. Just reach out. Yeah. Just Ooh. reach out. No problem. We got you. Um, Patreon. Uh, we alluded to it before. We're going to be adding a um, what you're drinking kind of segment on Patreon. If you're asking yourself, well, Sean, what, what the hell is Patreon? Patreon is an opportunity for you to support what we're doing, and we give you bonus content in return. So for the price of a beer a month, you go to patreon.com slash big ass cornhole, and you can support what we're doing. And hey, if you're listening, I'm going to let the secret out. You can actually join for free. You're not going to get all the content, but you're going to get some of it, so you can kind of get a feeler. So if you want to just test it out, see if you like the content, if you feel left out when you see all the stuff that's blurred over, be like, I want to see that, just come join the family. Beer, uh, beer month. Beer month. Beer month. That's it. That's it. And we got some bags on the docket. Um, I think happy hour next week. Yeah. I think so. I think so. So I think we'll we'll be letting it rip. Lords of Cornhole soon enough. Um, I think we have the setup now. So yep. we need to have that watch party yeah, happen we very, do. very soon. So We do. Um, stay tuned. We're going to be joined by ACL Pro Mr. Steven Bernasette. He is one of my favorite dudes. He is genuinely one of the nicest guys. He's got a crazy good story. I'm excited to talk to him. Hell it's yeah. in a minute. Hell yeah. It's been, it's been like two years, I think, since it's been out, right? Because we had him on right after he won his first national. Yeah. yeah I think it's, it's been, been like two been years. Yeah. While. So great to see him caught up with him a little bit in Hamilton. So hope you guys enjoy the interview. He looks yeah. fantastic. He does. He does. He's a stud, man. Well, Robbie, thank you very much for joining us. I think you're, are you going to stick around for the interview? Yeah, might as well. Uh, yeah, you got nothing going on, man. You're a single man. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Stop. Shit. All right. <laughs> All right. So crazy. All right. Well, as always, we hope you throw it straight. That's another four baggers from here on out. Cornhole it. Later. All right, welcome back to the Big Ass Porno Podcast. We are now joined by ACL Pro, Mr. Steven Bernasette. What's going on, man? How you guys doing? Good, so good. Dude, we, I, I hadn't seen you in person in a minute, and I was so happy I ran into you in Hamilton. Got to chop it up for a few minutes. I'm like, dude, we got to get you back on the show because I think we were trying to remember back. I think you were on the show the first time, like right after you won your national, right? Yeah, I think, I think so. it was like that week following. All right, because that's yeah. when we were cool and we start still try to get like everyone yeah. right after they won and stuff. So no, I just have but. one question before we get started. Oh, please. What what shoes are you that's wearing? It. Oh, yeah. Good question. Uh, I'm wearing slides. But I'll, here, oh, yeah. yeah. Show off. Show off. Show off. Flex. Okay. Are the I, I just took these off. Just all red. Adidas. They're sweet. Ultra-boost. Nothing special. They are sweet. Though. Now, have you always been like kind Thank of a sneakerhead? <clears throat> Absolutely. I, uh. It kind of started with like me playing uh, baseball at an early age. I always wanted cleats that stood out. All right, who were your cleats? I, who were your cleats? Oh, come on. <laughs> Which ones you doing? I I, I love the Griffey cleats, man. Bam, oh yeah, go. yeah, yeah. Griffey, Griffey sure. yeah, Dane was always, always yeah. All right, yeah. dude. I Those remember the. I was uh, I was in sixth grade when I finally landed my first pair of Swingman cleats, and it had the. Mariner 
blue on like yeah. like inside of the webbing Ooh. or something. Like it was fucking sweet. And I, I still vaguely I, remember. Dude, those. I, I I definitely threw the ball harder and hit the ball further than I ever did before. If if Griffey if Griffey wouldn't have gotten hurt. I truly think that he had the potential to have the same effect Very on baseball as like Jordan had on basketball, oh, where yeah. the Swingman logo would have yeah. just been forever. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Like I it would have just been that absolutely. iconic. But because he got hurt, there was like a whole generation that like didn't realize how much of a fucking baller he was. And even when he would come in, like from being hurt, he would still murder it, which always blew me yeah. away. You like, know who he, he kind of reminds me healthy. of a little bit. It's a little bit kind of it's like Tiger Woods story. Yeah, because remember when he came? Because when he came back from his injury, he came back fucking yoked up, and I'm like, (laughs) I thought they were testing for shit, but like, my lord, this dude got huge because he was always slim and athletic and stuff. But then all of a sudden, he put some. He got that grown man strength. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. How how, Stephen? How old are you? I, I timed that perfectly. I'm 32. Okay, all right. So you start. To, you're starting to understand that. You're starting to get your superpower. And that's is grown that, man is strength. That your age too? I'm also grown 32. Let's go. Have you noticed it? Like grown man oh, strength. Yeah. Like I you go to start. move something that like you're like, oh shit. Like I haven't touched a weight in a while. And you go look at yourself in the mirror. You're like, damn. Oh shit. I don't I even need to work weight. out anymore. Like, what's this? Like, just go. I, I told Sean just. Uh, <laughs> I was up at the lake house this past weekend, and a huge <laughs> tree limb fell. Please tell me this. Tell the story exactly. Yeah, yeah. How you so, told me. so yes. I will. I will say the whole story. Um, so very large tree limb fell and i'm talking like considerable size most people would probably think to hook this thing up to a four-wheeler and drag it out well four-wheeler was blocked in and i'm just like all right i've carried the sailboat up myself i'm just hooking this thing underneath some branches and just dragging it so first off i was able to pick it up with a fair amount of ease because old man strength is the thing and i just start hoofing it now sean's been to this house about 300 yards ish yeah this was probably at the 100 yard mark yeah all right so i just start i just start i mean it's not hauling ass but it's you know one step one foot in front of the other just keep walking and dude all of a sudden i'm just like i am in terrible shape (laughs) 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 you start seeing little stars (laughs) as you're walking i'm like all right so i put it down and i go inside i tell the wife i'm like listen i there was a time when i could have just hauled that thing all the way back that time was about seven years ago. <laughs> I, I am. Uh, I'm going to take a break on that, but I will get it up. It only. It only took one other go at it. Like I was basically able to go fifty fifty on it. But Jesus, man, yeah, I was. Uh, you know, there was also a time that like twelve it. beers would have gotten you drunk. That's true, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, like things even, just you know, it, it all bounces out with it now. Yeah. All bounces out, uh, Steve. I got to tell you, man. Like, you look phenomenal, dude. Like, you look really good. Like, are you in like a good place right now? Like, I don't. I hate using the term like glowing with a male but like you just have like this good like vibe going on like you at a good place right now um i appreciate it and to be honest yeah and sweet the main reason why is because of my ability to be able to stick to my exercise sweet so can you like exercise what do you do like what's your like can you walk walk us through like a daily routine right now like what what does it look like so right right now it's just eating so my calorie intake is significantly less than what i'm burning per day what are you taking so like in I right now my, how much so i start my day i uh man i'm only intaking probably like under like 800 calories oh that's shit insane. so you're going real drastic okay okay mm-hmm. all right and then there will be uh that's my morning coffee. i don't know if you guys have heard about this <laughs> but uh i've been doing this uh like three day uh, water fast. No shit. Okay. So like, well, yeah. So we're like, I won't eat anything for three days and only have water. Now, how many times have you done that? Would you say? 
Uh, I've done that three times. I actually did it right before Ohio. Did the last time get any easier or did it suck just as much like the same amount of time like each time? Um, honestly, the last time sucked the worst. Okay. All right. It, it was just. It, it, Even that, though you've done last, it before. Yeah. You know I mean, like you yeah. knew you could do it. No, you still don't get, at least for me, I don't get used to it. Cause okay. I mean, you're not really eating for three days. No. Okay. Let me tell like, so let's talk about. Like we're we're gonna go science here for a second. Like what what, what are the, like what, what like what are the benefits like that you're seeing af- like after doing it? Like are you seeing like an increase in energy? Like are you losing a bunch of weight during that time? Like I because obviously you're gonna go into a little bit of ketosis and so you're gonna burn both, some yeah. fat. Yeah. Um. Honestly, for me, it's endurance. Okay. I've I've gained a lot of endurance, especially with like uh, my cornhole uh, game. Like I'm not getting tired at you know, 30, 35 round games, or if I make long runs in tournaments, I used to get super tired. Now, really not doing that because I'm honestly like, someone asked me how many pounds I was down in Ohio and I just started to think about it because I don't, I don't step on a scale. I don't need to, numbers aren't really, I see it. I don't need to know exactly. For sure. But we know I'm it's over like 130 yeah. pounds down. Holy shit, man. And how, and how much yeah. time? Like, how, like, when did you start like this journey? Um, like a month before Thanksgiving. Holy, of this year? Of last year, yeah. Of last year. Holy shit. In 23? Mm-hmm. That's crazy, man. That's good, man. God damn. I'm like, I'm just trying to do the math, and I'm like, I can still get ripped for some of me. I used to be an avid, I used to be an avid fan of uh, the biggest loser. Love that show when it was on. Yeah, for sure. And like what you're doing is like the equivalent of what they were knocking out, which is just remarkable. Hell yeah. But I like the fact that you said like it's sustainable and like I'm a physical therapist, right? So I spend all day trying to convince people in chronic pain that like if you move and you do stuff, you're actually going to feel better than if you just lay around. When are you going to start taking your own advice, Sean? I have been very much. Can I ask about my hip later? (laughs) (laughs) I tell people, I tell people it's just consistency. Like it's it's consistent no matter. Like I tried the only day I take one day off and it's Sunday unless I'm not playing. Um, But. I just try to get consistent. I don't. I don't let like you said. I don't let pain or so why my legs are hurt. Why? Why this sudden change? Like why? Like a, like why in October of twenty three where you're like, I gotta do something. Like was it like health concerns or? Um. Yeah. That and just like I. During COVID, I got super big. Like, and I was just. I've always been worried about getting that size again, and then, I feel when I feel getting tired and when I'm playing and it's affects my game when I know I still have stuff left and it's just my body saying, nah, we're done. That bothered me. So the only way to fix that was to really devote time and energy into fitness and then into Cornwall. Cause I know you, like, you were at your biggest, like pro- was it when you won your national, when, when you won your national, like right around that time? Yeah, I was pretty, yeah, I was getting pretty big then. But then you went on a, like, I know you lost weight after that. And then yeah. what, did you kind of just like I, plateau for a while? Yeah. And then, uh, uh, my like seven year relationship kind of ended that ended. And then I went down, a listen, you and Robbie should be best down. friends right now. You guys are yeah, same, same age. age. You're both kind of cool. <laughs> Like, just got out of a six-year relationship. Yeah. yeah. Did man. you really? Yeah. Yeah. That's man, why he's here with I, us tonight. Really, man. We're picking him up, man. I feel you. 
listen, listen, you guys are still young. I'm telling you, like, I know some days it doesn't seem like that, but like, just enjoy as long as you're happy in life. That's really honestly, I know it sounds so hokey and stuff like that, but like, it, it truly is like the older I'm getting, like, I truly understand that. Like, like to me, like family is more important than like it ever has been. You know what I mean? Like I used to be bothered that like when you get older, like you lose a lot of the friendships you used to have, you know, like life moves on, right? People get busy. It used to bother me a lot, mm-hmm. but now I'm like, listen, if you're in my life, you're like, you're meant, you're supposed to be in my life. If you're not, then, then you're just, then you're not. But like, I hope you're still doing well, but like, I'm not going to let it affect me anymore. And like, it's been such a, like mentally, like it's been a big change and like, COVID fucked me up, man, like a big time. Like I, I like if it wasn't for this podcast, like I don't know what I would have done. Like I really, like it was. I think this is the only thing that kind of like kept me sane, and that's why I keep doing this because I'm like I feel like I owe something to the game because like, I felt like I really truly got something out of it at one point. Can I ask you a weird question? It's going to sound like off the wall a little bit. So you were at your biggest when you when you theoretically when you won your national, right? So like you were a bigger guy. Yeah. You're losing weight. Did you find like as you were losing weight? Did did you struggle at all with your throw? Like, did you find that like arm angle changed or like a- anything like that? Because like you, obviously really. when you're bigger, like obviously your the angle is going to change. Like that your arm can kind of go through. You were always mm-hmm. a very athletic, bigger guy though. Like you know what I mean? Like you always had touch. You were a finesse guy even when you were a big dude. Yeah, you know I mean, I so like, that. I just don't, no, I know it, it's true. Yeah, right? like, I mean, loved it. We fuck. I loved you. I looked up to you. So, I was yeah. cheering so much when you won. Cause like, I'm a, like, I, I, I throw better like that. Like I'm a better, like if I, I don't throw an airmail nearly as well as you, but like, I'm a, I like slip faster bags, man. And I love the fact that you're not out there rolling and flopping and everything. And you were still finding success. I love that shit. So it's good stuff. Man. I think the only thing that like changes is that my, <clears throat> my ability, honestly, it's going to sound weird, but my ability to just like step, uh, greater, yeah, because my my legs. No, it makes sense. That's my, what I'm saying. Some some like angle had to change. My leg is smaller. Okay, so like they wouldn't rub. Like honestly, yeah, that's you're that's preaching about to the choir over change. here. Like, yeah. Trust me, good man. I mean, if you if <laughs> you like, say Cedar Point, I start chafing <laughs> immediately. So, do you guys want to know a fun fact that I learned in restaurants? Please, uh, of course. So, uh, oh, chafing chafing is a thing, and uh, swamp ass is a thing, and sometimes you don't always have powder at the ready. But do you know what a perfect filling is for? Don't use it all the time, but it's perfect in a pinch. Cornstarch. Oh, it's what that's what baby powder is. Yeah. yeah. So I, because I, I'll never forget. I walked down one day. We were getting our asses beat for like six hours straight, like kitchen and front of house. It was insane. We ended up doing like a thirty six thousand dollar day. Ridiculous. Uh, we averaged uh, like thirty four hundred dollars an hour, which is pretty impressive. Which is Hell nuts. Yeah. So I ran downstairs to go get. Uh, to like go get back stock, and I just see my chef, who's actually like become a very good friend of mine. Um, just, was he throwing it? Was oh, he throwing it up in the no, no, no the crevices? He, he, yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he went wrist deep in the box, pulls it out, and just stares at me dead in the eyes, and just like sticks his hand down his ass, <laughs> and just like rubs it real quick, and then switches front and does a little DJ, and then pulls back up. I'm like, what are you doing? If you fall off the stairs, you see like little pancake batter <laughs> well, dropping out. No, because what he did. Is- he said, you have to check me. And he like did a little spin and he's like, do you see any, anything anywhere? I said, no. I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, it helps with the chafing. And I look at him like, can I have some? And it, I don't have, it changed my life. Dude, dude. You need to tell him that I lost a little respect for him when he didn't just, you got to drop trow. 
right in front of you and then do the th- well, do You the can't throw. do that in a prep kitchen. It's not sanitary. You're down the basement, bro. All right, we know shit oh, happens yeah. in the basement kitchen, let's be honest, all right? <laughs> prep kitchen. So, um, so obviously you have had some interesting years in doubles, right? So instantly, yeah. like you, you come on to the scene, your rookie year, you win a national, you have you find success right away in doubles, and then you um, Tom walks away a little bit, you find a new pro partner, and you had an interesting season um, with Trevor Brooks. So can you, I, we love Trevor here that, that can you just first just kind of describe what it's like being like a doubles partner? Cause like personality wise, you guys are yeah. very polar opposite, but I feel like you guys are both crazy competitors. So maybe like there, that's where you guys were kind of able to meet a little bit. Can you kind of walk us through like what it was like being partners with him? Sure. Um, first, I just want to say, I also love Trevor. So there's there's no bad blood there. Uh like I said, he's back in the league, so congrats to him. Um, but man, I'll be honest, shooting with him is it's it's different because you have to worry about the tournament and I'll be honest, you have to worry about him too. But he does bring that competitor in there and I mean there's I'd still throw with him any day. There's he's he's got your back every shot oh, sure. no matter what. He's never gonna quit, and I mean, <laughs> he made you laugh. I'm gonna be honest. No, yeah, and he's got that stare when he looks at you and he's talking to you. Like oh, you yeah. have all of him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he is listening to what you're saying, and he's he just is, super yes. intense. You know what I mean? But like a really solid dude. I re- we, I've anytime I've gotten to sit down and like actually talk with him, super good dude. We've not had him on the show, surprisingly. We've not, yeah. But I need to. I think oh, it's because every time we go to get him on, you know, there's like something happens. One of my favorite stories: the first national we went to. I got, I ran out to the car, just, I can't forget, like, maybe like a tripod or something. Right. And I run out and I hear from him. He's like, don't you have that podcast? And I look over as Trevor Brooks and I'd given him a shirt earlier from hard drag push. Right. So he's like, he's like, come here. He's like, have a drink with me. And he's like, he says it in a way that's like, he didn't, he wasn't asking yeah, a question. He was kind of telling yeah, me. So like, so and he yeah. poured like, yes, like an entire solo <laughs> cup of Jack and he's like, just looked at me. And I like, at that moment, I'm like. He's testing me right now. Yep. But like, I, I feel like I passed the test. I finished it, and uh, I don't really. Then we. Then I sat down at a commentary table for, for like, like eight yeah. hours. Don't really remember what I said. Killed like, it though, and I was on the ACL. Like, yeah, like, like too, that so. was <laughs> bananas. But I have to. You're on the show. I have to ask. There was mm-hmm. that. There, there. We had a reel that went bananas. Like we're talking like close to 10 million views now. And it was the famous Trevor Brooks telling somebody's dad that he's going to smack him. Basically, can you what can you from your perspective on the other end? What was going through your mind uh, when all that shit was going down? I mean, I think enough honest, time has been I, long I, gone. So yeah, no, it's good. When I realized what was happening, like I could see the commotion. I really was like, "What is going on?" And then I started talking to the other team, the guy I was thrown against. Justin Carpenter, correct? Justin, right. Yeah, Justin. And I was like, do you know what's going on? And he was like, yeah, I think Trevor's getting into it with somebody. And I was like, okay. I mean, that's believable. So (laughs) I I put my AirPod (laughs) back in. (laughs) And I just tried to focus up. But you called a timeout at one point just to try to call a timeout. Yeah, when he pulled out his air, because he usually wears his wired headphones, right? Yeah. And he sometimes would have one in and one out. When he pulled the one in that was out, that's when I called the timeout. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I also saw the look in his face and in his eyes. And it wasn't like a, he was not focused on Cornwall anymore. So that's when I called the timeout. Because, I mean, 
I'll be honest. I know what had happened down on his end, but like we're still in a match. Oh yeah, it was a good match too. It was a good match too. It was a loser bracket match. Like we're not out of the tournament yet here. Like we need to win that match. So that's why I called the time. I was like, I tried to diffuse it, try to, you know, get him to focus right back up. And as soon as we got to the other end, his he literally turned right around and started talking again. I was like, all right. That, and I, I just mean, tried to not miss. And so, we pulled it off somehow. It was and like a gift from him, the content gods. Oh, I know. It was, oh, it was definitely it just, a gift. I could, I mean, I, the fact not, that somebody had it recording just... <sighs> I, I won't lie. When I finally saw the clip, which was a couple of days later, because I didn't want to see it, yeah, I'll yeah. be honest. I think I even reached out yeah. to you for a comment, and you ghosted me. But I understand now why. <laughs> <laughs> I also... I laughed. I could not believe... Like what he was. I mean, yeah, it, it's content gold. Well, it brought it, really it brought to, to your attention what he was actually thinking about when he stepped up to you for that timeout, and he was, it was slapping a fifty-year-old man. Slapping <laughs> 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 a fifty-year-old man. You gonna learn today? You gonna learn today? So then, so you you follow that season up, right? And you're looking for some stability. You're going in, and then all of a sudden, like last year, you just get you get fucking your your partner changes again. Like after what yeah. was after the first national, right? Yeah, I got DK. Yeah, so how did like how did you handle all that? Like, were you were you just like, hey, listen, like I'm just gonna throw with just make the best of a situation? Like, were you happy to be thrown with DK? Like, what was that like? Um, I mean, I was ecstatic to throw a DK one because I've been watching that him since he was a kid on Ace on YouTube. Yeah, playing, he's old you know, shit now. A different, yeah, yeah, like so. <laughs> When I knew it was going to be me and him, we just we had a we just had a serious talk. We put it out there, like, look, we're both in shitty situations. The only way to make this better is we got to requalify together. Because I mean, they took away singles, so it was only doubles. So we were like, you know, it's just we got one less national. That's the one we got to throw away. So just go do what we do our best, and we'll be all right. Did and you, we ended up requalifying. So. Was there, was there was there a little bit? It's just a tiny part of you, maybe like just a fraction of your heart that was happy that you and DK did better than Harbaugh and Nico at that next national. Oh yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that's absolutely. Good. Good. I mean, excuse your human. There's no that. bad blood. There. No, no, of course just, not. No, no. I get yeah. it. I get it. It's business, I man. Knew, it's business. You got to have bullets yeah, and board material going yeah. up against. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's his, that's his partner. He was going up against. So I, yeah, I knew he wanted to win that and that's my partner. So I tried just as hard. Yeah, that was that was fun. Hell yeah. Getting to witness that live was fun. Like I'm like, I can't believe like all this is happening. It's like again, like somebody's looking out for us, man. I just can't <laughs> wait stuff. for the drama to unfold. I mean, the ACL it's season's nice gonna be so quick out. this year yeah. that it could just be rapid fire. I mean, we would have content every week God. if we're lucky. I gotta say, I loved when I heard the pairing of you and Philip this year. I think it's very smart, man. Like I think that stylistically it makes sense to everybody. Bag choice wise, it seems like it's going to make sense to everybody. You guys play a pretty similar game. Um, I would say yeah. maybe you, maybe you airmail just a hair more, but I mean for the most part, you guys play a very similar game. Throw a similar style bag. I mean, it's. Uh, I think you guys have. Uh, you guys are being very under underlooked. I think. Do you kind of feel the same oh. way a little bit? <clears throat> I feel like we absolutely are, and I, I haven't been this excited for a season price since my rookie year. Because I mean. I'll be honest. I've never heard this from a partner at one of the opens. Me and Phil, he was, he, we were talking about bad. He's like, I'm just going to throw slick side. I 
was like, yes. <laughs> I love hearing that. <laughs> I love hearing that from my partner. Somebody else was like 60 at heart. So what, uh, what bag of choice are you guys throwing? <clears throat> so right now we're going to be throwing the Devastator. Okay. That's, yeah, what he's yeah. throwing in, that's what he's throwing in singles. And we both just throw the slick side. That's been a, so, one of their best bags for a long time. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a good one. Absolutely. For sure. Yeah, they've kind of perfected. It's weird, too, because like it's not a crazy fabric combo. It's like a tried and true. You know what I mean? But that mm-hmm. just kind of goes with a testament of you keep it's doing it well. Bag. You know what I mean? Bag. People are going to just keep falling in love. With it. And there's yeah. a reason that fabric combo became so popular in the long run at first anyways. For sure. Hell so yeah. um, I know there's a bunch of questions. Are you Do you currently room with uh, with Blind Squirrel? I still live with the blind squirrel. Yeah. Okay. What What is that like? Um, it's awesome. I'll yeah. be honest. Okay. I mean, it's he's definitely he's different. Yeah, of course. You know, he does his he does he just he does his own thing. Really, okay. we don't. You know, he just likes to keep himself. We throw, we hang out, we game. Is is Windsor back? Really is a, Windsor back? Uh yeah. Okay, it seems like it. Yeah. I'm getting that very much that vibe. He keeps coming, like winning his bracket or taking second in almost everything he's doing right now, and like no, yeah, yeah it's yeah. reminiscent he's... of how he was like three seasons ago when he was finishing second in overall. You know what I mean? And not that he's had bad seasons the last two years, I just an average in his mind. You know what I mean? But this year it mm-hmm. seems like he's back, like he's like it's top ten Windsor again, and it's it's fun to watch him throw. I mean, because he's throws so unique and everything, but seems to be pretty comfortable um i know kill shots is riding a lot on him and creek killer so so since you live there with the blind squirrel do you does mm-hmm. he do like calf raises like constantly dude or does he just leave that for the boards only like i <laughs> he, feel like that's a he's workout like one of the few itself. players that walks how he throws <laughs> or throws like how he, walks. he does walk on his, on his yeah. tiptoes you know what I mean? a little bit yeah, yeah a little bit does he have dictionary calves because they got that definition. Oh, <laughs> you guys can use that. Feel free. <laughs> it's recorded, so we will. Boom! Thank you for uh, the fire. no, no calf, no calf. You know, no calf muscle. At least that, that you see. All right. Yeah, Maybe it's like I when he's showering, he's in just room, constantly doing fair. it. Because, like, I know it's it's a it's a different movement. You don't see it very often from a lot of players, but he does it on every bag. And it, it's just, it's very consistent. Like if you watch the pop, it's it's you know like kind of like Tiger Woods is like you know rip with the hips, torque the knee, the yeah, the twirl. <laughs> I love everyone commenting on the corn dog thing now. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! And it. here we go. Everyone's like sounds like something's like way overblown. Like 100 percent yes, but that's why we're here. Okay, so we have you're quite the popular little little dude over there, man. You got a lot of questions over here. So I do have to say, cool. so I, I, I'm assuming you and Mark Richards are pretty close, right? Like you guys are boys. We are kind of close. Yeah. Like he that. had he had some great questions. So I want to kind of start off with some Mark Richards questions. Um, the one that I found really interesting, he said, um, it says, other than saying keep shooting it and forget about the last one, what do you do if your airmail just isn't on point for that game? Ooh. Honestly... If I'm really not hitting airmails, I will just start trying to push through everything. Okay. I like that. Yeah. Just go slick I, side I, down. I yeah, just slick, go through it all because <clears throat> I really don't like to cover bags. I don't I don't practice just a cover bag. You know what I mean? Yeah. So long as it's like last bag or something, I'm really not just gonna cover a bag. So okay. 
if I'm just chucking airmails off the back at some point, I just got to start pushing them push or pushing through the bag in front. All right. He says, obviously the weekend you won the national, you're out of this world. Impressive. What's it going to take to have another weekend like that one? Hmm. Are you, a a high, are you it, with your, with your style? Do you feel like you have to throw a high PPR or can you be successful in a whole tournament playing a muddy game, but you're relying on an airmail? Uh, kind of both. Okay. So I'll yeah, be honest. I when I won my, when I won the national, I wasn't one. The boards were super slick. It was the first year yes. the boards were being used. So there weren't many too many blockers. So I was just hole shooting a lot. And with the bads I was throwing at the current time, I could do that for a long time. Um, now I get blocked a lot, actually. So like I'm chucking a lot of air mounts. So my air mount has to be on and my high PPR for, for, I feel like for me to make deep runs. And then last one, he says you can add if uh, you can add one thing or drop one thing to your game. What is it? Oh, I've kind of worked on this before, but it's just, I actually had a talk with him about it. Okay. I wanted to stop stepping. Really? I wanted, uh, yeah. And I worked on it for a while. Cause once I moved in with Ryan, I started really watching him and talking about it. And Calf I got pop. to something that was kind of comfortable. The only issue was my airmail was, it just wasn't there. Yeah. yeah like it I wasn't there at all. So I actually had to talk with Mark and I was like, Hey man, what do you think? Should I stick with this? Cause it, it, I, I feel like it could be something and work on it. Or do I just scrap it right now and, uh, just keep crap, you know, keep mastering what I have now. And he was like, what you have now is better than what you've already starting to get. Yeah. That I feel like you should just scrap that and work on it. And, you know, when Mr. Richards taught, you listen. So <laughs> very true. All right. So I, and then I have a question for you, non cornhole related being the sneaker head. I, I'm sure, yes, I'm sure it's going to be tough for you to like pick your top, 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 but like okay. what is one of your, if not the top sneaker, like in your collection and or of all time? Uh, well, of all time, not in my collection yet. Panda but Dunks. of all time, they are the, no, they're the <laughs> Nike uh, Easy Red Octobers. Uh-huh. It's the last shoe Kanye made with Nike. It's about a $20,000 shoe. Okay. He's got four. Ooh. He's got four. Yo, I got, <laughs> yo, there's a pair on eBay right now going for 85K. Holy I'm not shit. Kidding. I wasn't kidding. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit. These are these are um, dope though. <laughs> these are in crazy. my in my shoe collection, my favorite would either be the the OG grain white uh seven fifty Adidas Yeezys, which would be Kanye's first shoe, or the triple black seven fifties. Yeah, hell yeah. Those I know two, both of those. Those two shoes really like started my love for reselling. Cause I'll be honest, when you get a shoe for three fifty, and people are like, "I'll give you fifteen hundred for it." It's like, well, okay, here you go. <laughs> yeah. Do you go to swaps? Do you ever do like? Do you? Ever uh, go to like I the used cons to go. I used to go sneaker con Chicago a lot. Yeah, that's crazy. Like I've seen some two stuff or three on that. Years, yeah. I got I, I reselling and sneaker reselling sneakers. It was like a love, a really big passion of mine. 
like before COVID. You ever been to flight school in New York? No, I've never been to New York. Me so I, I am not a sneakerhead, but um, my good buddy Brian surely is. I think the last mm-hmm. time you we were on, we actually spoke about him. We sh- are we shouting out B Robs right now? Yeah, we, we are not shouting out B Robs. That's my boy. So we, we go into New York is on a whim. We decided to fly in on Halloween, actually, um, just to okay. party for a weekend. And he's like, while we're here, we got to hit up flight school. I'm like, all right, I don't know shoes, but let's let's do it. So we. The we, flight club? If, yeah, flight club, whatever it flight is. Flight club, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so we walk into this store and I'm like, just amazed by what we're seeing. And then all of a sudden he's like, like Brian's in the music business. So he knows people and like, he just slapped mm-hmm. the dudes behind the counter. He's like, what's good. And he's like, all right, Brian. He's like, we're going to the back. I'm like, what the fuck? Oh, so I didn't even know Brian brought his, like, he has this crazy pair of LeBron. They're like South beach edition. It's like Miami vice. Oh, South beaches, yeah. yeah. So he has those, um, and it's like the first launch he brought them there to get appraised. So they were like checking them out and shit. Like I was amazed by the process of like mm-hmm. the detail that they would go through this. And they're like calling them out. They're like, that looks like a little bit of a scuff. He's like, man, get the fuck out. He's like, that's not a goddamn scuff. I've never even taken these bitches out of the box. Like he's literally standing there arguing with them to their face. And then they ended up like giving them a number and shit. And like, I mean, he swapped that for like five pairs of shoes when he was there. But he was like, this is what you do. Because he's, I mean, he's a big sneakerhead. He's like, I got to fill my wall. And he also had a second pair at home because he bought two oh, when wow. he, on, on the launch. So, so lucky guy. Yeah. Every now and then, B Robs will pop into the bar because in, in my bar, in like our bar, we have an upstairs and we have a club in the basement. And because B Robs is in the music industry and just knows everybody. You have King Dom down there? Everybody? Oh, yeah. So, like, me, oh and my God. So, no, so me and Dom are boys. <laughs> so, to the point where every time Dom comes in, I'll be like, yo, is, is Brian coming? <laughs> and he'll be like, no, man, not tonight. But every now and then, Brian does come. And he, of that's what it is. And he I drinks, see him like once or twice yeah, a year. And it's he like drinks two things. He either drinks. Penny and pineapple. Yep. <laughs> okay. Or just uh, or just vodka Red Bulls. Or but never tequila. I offered him tequila once. He's like, probably I don't do. But then what happens is that's because his weekend at Mercyhurst. So yeah. So so he told me <laughs> about that. Me but what'll happen is is he stays late because Dom plays and he shows up and he just drinks for three to four hours. Yeah. And then he's there at the end of the night because we always like kick it with the DJ a little bit after. But he'll get a little boozed up and like I've known Brian since I was. Born. Yes. Yeah. Literally. And uh he makes sure that everybody at the bar knows that. <laughs> and he's just every he'll get drunk and he'll be like, Yo, I literally helped change this dude's diapers. Like, Robbie, do you remember this? And he tells like the three same three same stories. The yes. one story he always goes back to though is we it was the night that Aunt Chrissy came and like caught us at the power hour. <laughs> but you guys went out onto the back deck and I just you said I couldn't eat anything. And I just went and I just slammed all this food and ran back to the living room right. to act like Nothing happened, and you all saw me. But he just tells that story every time. But he can never get it out because he starts crying, laughing. Oh, yeah, because yeah. it is a hilarious story. Oh yeah, that's a that's definitely a Patreon story. I, I do guys say Burns. I remember being at like the first national, and when everyone else was wearing like Hey Dudes and slides and stuff, you were like the one dude that was always in a killer pair of sneakers. Like always. you know what I mean? Like you yep. were always like like I, I remember like, and now it seems like it's kind of trending that way do you feel like it's going that way a little bit more where people are trying to wear different like more flashy shoes yeah yeah yeah. absolutely it's going that way okay 
Right. For a while there, uh, it was just uh, like uh, you and Cito, like and then <laughs> it was like, it was Cito like always Cito, had yeah. like Converse, Converse made yes. like to match his jersey and shit yes. for nationals and stuff. But <laughs> um, is it time for some? This is is it, is it time? One, we got one more. All so right. this is kind of a thought provoking one. All right, okay. this is for all of us. Oh god. Oh boy. Here's how how old does one need to be for their death to be considered dying of old age? Oh man, so re- retirement sixty five. Yeah, you're old when you retired, so 65. You think? No, but you're dying of old age. You'd like if you heard that, like I'm like shit. They're young. Yeah. So, oh, like, like oh, like oh, how do you pass? I'm thinking in the 90s. Yeah. I'm thinking if they if, they're, if you hear somebody 90, 90, 92, Depends you're like, on, I mean, I'm looking good, at my right? life and I'm like, dude, if I touch 80, man, like oh, dude, our I had some, fucked, bravo. I had some fucking dude, yeah, favors dude. for like, sure. Yeah. So. Well, that's the thing. Like I, I was doing, I was actually thinking about this recently because we lost both the bumpers at like 80, 81. Correct. Yeah. And so, and I was thinking about it and like my grandfather on my dad's side, he was like. I think like 82, 83. So I'm like doing the math. I'm like, I still, I'm still got like a, I'm still, I'm still on the front nine. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I'm like, this ain't too bad. I know. Uh, but no, like, like you start to look at things differently wait, as wait that you front nine goes. Like you're, yeah. cause, cause I don't, you're consider, like putting on the ninth. You know what I mean? Like yeah, that's where exactly. I feel like I'm at right yeah, now. I'm like, fuck. fuck. You turn 35 uh, and you're like, but I'm a, halfway to 70. Oh yeah, my God. Yeah, what have I done with my life? It's a long back nine. You know what I mean? Uh, no, but I'll think about it. And it's like when I think about like our cranberries that passed away, like I don't consider them passing away at old age. No. You know what I mean? The old man's heart was bad. Yeah. And Lil Bumpo only had one leg. But honestly, yeah, but I honestly like I don't think of them passing away. It couldn't, away have, it couldn't have been, you know, the black beauties for years for, for Lil Bumpo <laughs> oh or the hard God. living that Big Bumpo did. Well, I mean, didn't they each that's have all like that four heart attacks or three heart attacks? Yeah, I know our, little Bumpa had like our two grandmother was 50. a professional partier. Like that's literally what she did for a living. Like yeah. my like oh, he right. would bring people in from out of town, and she would like her job was just to entertain and get them drunk. Yeah, yep. And she she used to say like before she had her accident, low key. I think that's where she believed that she had a good singing voice. No, everyone would be hammered. Well, that, but she'd be that because she was high, she was high on yeah, speed all the, yeah. Time. Yeah. all the time. Well, there's yeah. that, and that's how she got so good at pee knuckle because she was yeah. just like running Seeing these. The she was running <laughs> the games, dude. I think, I, to me, future. anything over ninety. I think if you get if you if you get ninety, hey, like you pass away. I yeah, think because like kind of if I see somebody, they're like, "Oh man, how how old is that dude?" It's like, "Oh, he's ninety. You're like, "Ah, oh, that dude's old as shit." <laughs> Yeah, but, you, you, no, yeah, I still think you could say you died of old age. Like, yeah, maybe your age was older at eighty because you lived life a little harder. That's true. Like, I mean, because you can look eighty and be ninety, or you can look eighty, or you can be eighty and look ninety. You know what I mean? Yeah, or you can be fifty and look eighty-five. Yeah, which, you know. if you we, go to London, they're everywhere. we had a bunch of listeners. I'm going to let these roll for a few more. All right. So uh, Zachary wants to know who is your biggest inspiration in the game of cornhole. Biggest inspiration, man. I mean, it's hard not to say Dayton Weber. Really? Okay. All right. I love Dayton, man. He's such a good dude. It's really hard to say. Oh man, he's such a cool dude. I mean, there's players I look up to, and you know, like that. But if you're talking about someone who inspires me, oh yeah, man, that's such a good answer. There's no way. I'm pissed that I didn't even think about that. That's why he's. That's, yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. That's why that's you're why a professional. A pro, God yeah. damn it, man! That's such a good answer. Well done. Um, let's see. Okay, Steve Schroeder, or is it Schroeder or Schrader? Schroeder, Schroeder. I think. I. I've what do you said say? Schrader before? So. It, okay, maybe just Schrader. Okay, all right. So we'll go okay. Schrader. If it's not, then I'm blaming you. All right. Do you prefer <laughs> playing around home against players you know, or away from home against players you don't know? Um. 
now it's away from home. Hundred percent. About like meeting and seeing the new town. Yeah. This might have been my favorite question out of everyone, and he ironically was our guest last week, Mister ACL Pro Zach Shipner, Shipner, Shibby. We're gonna call him Shibby forever because I'm never gonna get that right. You know, um, it's not. Yeah, it's not Shibner. It's it's not Shibner. Right? It's Shibner. It's Shibner. Yeah, I know he corrected me. I like in my know, face. Like it's Weiner, we not Weiner. Uh, yeah, it's, it's basically. So I just told. That's why we literally named the episode last week. I'm gonna call you Shibby because yeah, I'm like just, I, I'm never. That's gonna why remember. I stick with Shibby. Yeah, too. I'm Shibby. forever Shibby. So Zach Shibby. Exactly. He wants to know if it isn't being remembered by titles. What's the one thing you want to be remembered for as an ACL professional? That's so beautifully written. It's like, the well game, right? His that wife had to really write that question. for him, right? For sure. Yeah, for sure. That, that had a woman's... Like, I mean, that was a sensitive side, man. That was nice. Be honest. Is it the sneaker game? Um, <laughs> I was mean, asking I the same honest. thing. <laughs> always, always being remembered for my shoes, but just playing the game the way it's supposed to be played, always having a positive attitude, you know, just... Being a true professional on and off the boards, that's what's important to me. See, I would I would try to I think I would want to be known for my PPR matching my beers consumed per game. <laughs> no, but he, he makes a good point. <laughs> is there like like this is a question for all of you? because uh, obviously you all three have spent some time at these tournaments and stuff like that. Is there like a sense like of or is there like a sect of guys or people who play that is like just that like toxicity? That's just like, fuck you. I'm going to bury you with these bags. Like, like, are there people who take it like maybe not uh, too seriously might be the wrong, wrong word. But like, there are those guys that are just are you a talking little like bit intense? Too intense, just a little bit too much where it's like, it's bro, at the end of, like bro, at the end of the day, like it's we're a thrown because we're having a good time and we give a fuck, but like too much. I think a lot of those guys are still playing softball, but then like when they Beer start to calm hurt. down, then they come to cornhole. But oh, like, I think good. for the most part. Cornhole is just like a when you first getting into it, you most people find it because like they're trying to get out of the house and they found like think it'd be fun and like oh all these people are pretty cool and then when you start to decide like oh I'm pretty good at this I want to start doing this competitively, you might be intense but like you rarely do you find assholes. Yeah, you know I mean like yeah. rarely are you gonna see like but you fights. find a lot of ass poles. Wow, that's why we brought him here. <laughs> Shout out to the podcast. Um, Eric Cherney, he had a good question. I said, uh, which ACL pros gives you their best game? Like every single time they play you. Uh, I feel like, I mean, I'm not, honestly, I feel like him. In oh, doubles. really? Okay. <clears throat> in doubles, he is. The last two times he's played against me in doubles. He had a really thrown. nice run with, he played with Lopez, right? Lo- right. Ty Lopez last uh, he year. He was playing with. He was playing with Moses when I played with. Oh, him. okay. So okay, was that last year too? You're right. I can't okay. even remember. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It all blends and then, I, I when was yeah? Did he play with Ty? I thought. I mean, that was last year, but the year before that, it could have been. I thought it. it okay. I think it was Moses, but again, I could be wrong too. Um, and then I mean, this is kind of a. I guess it's a cop out, but Matt. Every time I play Matt, it's. Either I have to shoot a great game or oh, yeah. he just doesn't miss. I mean, you guys play like basically the same game. You know what I mean? Yeah. You just make it look nicer. You and everyone I mean? tells me, it's pretty crazy how many people tell me I should block him when I play him. And I'm like, no. No. Like, I'm just, it's, it, I, we play the same game. If he's off, I'm just going to hope I'm on. And if I have to get in an airmo battle with him, I will. But I'm not going to start that airmo battle with Mac Guy. Correct. Yeah. It's, uh, the people no. that have Mac success <laughs> against Mac guy typically yeah. are slower bad guys that can carry that level one block, but it's almost in the hole. 
force him to have to go through every yeah, bag. Yeah. Don't leave him any exactly. You have yeah. to leave a really deep because if you leave a level two, it's like fuck you. I'm just gonna what go over that? it all Black day. Yeah. You have to leave your bag years. almost in the fucking hole, like a block on yeah. his side in the hole, and just let him go through every time because eventually he's gonna kick because he doesn't throw a perfectly flat kick. bag. But, yeah. yeah, and that's not my game. So. Yeah. Um, Rodney Ray. All right, shout out to Rodney Ray. All right, former foe right. of the show, become friends. All right, we've he rocks a big ass jersey whenever he goes out. What's his favorite craft? What's your favorite craft beer or like like IPA beer? Are you a beer guy at all? I, I know you don't drink anymore, but like, did you have a favorite? Um, or what yeah, was your go to when you were was, drinking? Uh, oh, what was it called? Purple Haze. Oh, oh yeah, from yeah. Uh, Ibiza, right? I think so. Yeah, yeah. Ibiza Brewing. Yeah, yeah had, we've had that on the when, show. Yeah. When I used to go to Old Chicago, that's what I would get. Hell yeah, yeah, that's a that's a good one. Let's see if there's any good one. I mean, I'm I'm waiting for your your tear talk ideas here because they're both bangers, I and I feel like I know, I know, with I know, this I know. collective here, they're gonna take forever. I'm not in a rush, are you? I, I gotta mean, go home after this. I, I understand. Okay, that. and everyone wants more content. Dan, Dane, Dane, Dane's trying to be a party I don't have anything going on in my life right now. All right, I got so, time. So we're right, gonna go you one need more. To give me a beer after this question. So one more. Do you have any rituals that you do before you play? And if so, like what are they? Uh, not any like rituals. No, honestly. So you don't like, you know, before you show up to Did the venue, like. Brush your shoes off, like scrub them down, give them a massage. None, none of that. I mean, I do. To be honest, I usually clean my shoes after I wear them to begin with. Okay, I mean that's not that's not weird. I mean, especially with the amount of money that people put on shoes. I mean, yeah, but no, when I'm playing, not because that's how you create. Like, I don't know. That's how you just create ways to think that like oh if i didn't do this this is why i shot bad and i just don't put that stuff in my mind um i did have one patreon question if it um you he wanted to know who was the best blind draw partner you ever had at the bag and bash <laughs> that's definitely jimmy sear <laughs> <laughs> He's That's now currently blowing Jimmy. his load yeah. everywhere. Uh, you're Jimmy, famous, yeah. Uh, and I mean, Jimmy, and my fair, bad. I know if you're listening to this, guys, my bad. I forgot to send him fucking bags. I'm going to send him tomorrow. I just uh, realized they're still in my fucking trunk. I'm sending them tomorrow. Trump. Anyways. All right. I got one more question, and I, I want Please. an answer from each of you. Ooh. So I know uh, you, uh, Sean, Dane, and myself, we all got some tattoos. Yes. So what would be your cornhole tattoo? Oh man, that's a good one, man. You know what I mean? And like, I'm sorry to say, but like your 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 logo is is a cop out. Okay, so you're taking that out. Yeah, that's a no no for okay. you. But we own that. For me. So yeah, I know, but it. it can't be yours. All right, so what do you got, Steve? So I'll, I'll be Easy. honest. Yeah, so sorry. Um, scares so me. Fan bags. Sandbags. Um, no fan bags. Oh yes, yeah, right. Fan bags with Brian. I uh, I made a bet with him my rookie year. I said if I win a national. We both have to get the the logo tattooed oh, no shit. on us, and he agreed. And then my second one, I won it. So Fuck that yes. is the tattoo I'll be getting. Hell yeah! Oh, man. that's you, dope. Did see? you get the tattoo? No, we, we are okay. No, we okay, are. So I know it's been a minute because he changed the logo and everything. He was like, "Do you want to get the new one, old one?" But no, we still are. Oh man, um, I would want it to be something related to the show, I guess. 
So, but like, I, I don't know like if I want like a phrase. You know what I mean? What if you just on your you just on your ass on what left cheek you wrote asp and on the right cheek you wrote hole, just asp hole. I mean, yeah, if we want to go for word. like, yeah, effect, you do yeah. literal. You I know. would actually choose my design of cornhole. It. It's a corn on the cob winking and doing this. Oh yeah, that's true. Ah, uh, I like yeah. that. Yeah, I so like I that. What about a QR code as lower back tat, like just to like the podcast? Yeah, only, I like that. I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the Patreon page. It's slutty enough that it's a tramp stamp, but the fact that it leads to the Patreon is better. Also promote to For sure. So I like the idea of like awesome. a um. Cause like I don't, I mean, I got a bunch of tattoos. I don't have a lot of text tattoos. I actually, I have, I have two text tattoos. One's a number three. One's a number. One's a Gaelic word for family, and the other is he a, thinks it is. Yeah. yeah. No, no, I did my research, you guys. Um, I like the idea of just like a bag sailing, and like you know, in like that old like forties, fifties, like Superman comics font, just like a bag flying with just like air trails and just in that like Superman style font, just airmail. But if the, if you don't get a good tattoo artist, like it could be like a little piece of shit, like flying through yeah. the air. Yeah, that's I mean, the like, thing. For sure. And I have some <laughs> shitty tattoos, dude. I know. <laughs> so, oh, um, Steve, what we started doing um, a few months ago on the show is like when we do like fun random shit, we'll like ask you random questions or whatever. But sometimes we do um, some like tier talk stuff, right? So we're going to have to rank things in tier. I've been so excited to do this one, and we've been holding it off for the perfect guest. And I think you're going to be right there with us, right? So, Robbie, you're going to be involved in this. All oh right. Boy. So if you're not familiar mm-hmm. with tier talk, you have to give us an honorable mention, and then you go three, two, and then you end with your number one. Okay. Your number one would be the top tier. So, like, when you say give you an honorable mention, you're four. So just like Correct. obviously Sean and Dane. You can yeah. go like four or five. You can throw a few in honorable mention. Anyways, oh, okay. Right? Heard that. So heard that, heard that. tier talk idea today. Okay. Right. This is pretty excited. School lunches. Whoa, dude. Right. Okay. <laughs> right. I'm going I'm I'm to so let it rip. To do I'm so okay. hungry. So Dane's going to kind of show you guys yeah. the way. All right. And then uh, we'll, whoever's ready next, we'll go from there. So Dane, take it away. Now, the thing we've been doing for a long time is I'm not allowed to repeat anything he says. All right, just yep. as a rule, you guys can if you oh, want you to. I'm not. Al- I'm no, not no, allowed to though. You can repeat I'm not anything. To. So I'm going to go ahead and start fine. to write my shit down very quickly. Ahead, yeah. take Do it beverages count? Like yes, such and such. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm, so I'm going to throw <sighs> in a beverage in my honorable mention as well. Um, I have two honorable mentions. Number one is the PB and J cracker sandwich that you get when you didn't bring a lunch at all. Okay, and mm. you didn't have any money for hot lunch. Yep, that thing actually slapped. It was pretty damn good. Uh, and just to clarify, we're going to go with like the lunches that you get like at the lunchroom, yeah, right? Yeah, we're not going to like no no packing your bag. Yeah, no, this no, is no, like yeah, the special sure. days that you yeah, get to go. You, right? like, you got right, hot lunch all right, I just want to clarify. All right, um, and then uh, other honorable mention, just chocolate milk. Oh, it always shit, yeah. slapped Dude, right. That's my number right. one though. That's always just going to be my number one. I don't need <laughs> like, anything <seriously>, else. All right, then number three. St. Edward High School yep. chocolate chip cookies. Okay. <laughs> they were just underbaked enough that Bro, it was the, basically like eating edible cookie dough. They were fucking phenomenal. We used those as currency. Uh, 100%. 100%. <laughs> um, number two. Um, Don't do it to me, I'm man. just going to go with the regular old just chicken sandwich heard okay um it's like it's literally like the yeah it's like the fried chicken sandwich just like between two pieces of bread it was delightful it's before we had like all of these like hot chicken sandwiches out in the world and then last but not least don't say it 
Number one. Don't say it. Mexican pizza. Fuck ah, you, guys. Mexican God damn pizza. It. Dude, <laughs> pizza dude. Please, can you it confirm this so for good. one second? Everything I crossed off. I wrote this before Dane started talking. Every yep, everything is on the list. Everything's on the fucking Son list. So nice. I just wow. I, I took Sean's, but uh, yeah, so deep, right, I think right, I right. I found my my footing for that one. All right, uh, all right. Rob, you want to go? Yeah, Let's yeah, go. yeah. All, all right. right. So so honorable mention would probably be. So like my reverence for this is is our high school and then my my grade school hot lunches. So like honorable mention is just like the pizza and nacho cheese. Yeah. Yeah. Um it was my pizza, nacho cheese, and light blue Gatorade was my go-to lunch, uh, yeah. like my sophomore year for in high sure. school the entire time. Okay. Um so number three is in my grade school, the the woman who ran the I can't remember her name. But the woman who ran it's like okay. the lunch you shouldn't program. be friends with the lunch ladies. Well, no, we weren't like friends, but like she had a rep because she was just this just this little old Italian lady who just like all homemade Produced Italian. Bangers, yeah. It was fucking just call her Mama Rigatoni. Yeah, well, this is when yeah. he moved to the east side. Yeah, this like was basically the east next to Little Italy. There's yeah. a lot of Italians on yeah, this. Um but He's it not was Jewish, no, no. <laughs> Jewish by association. Um uh, she did just her just her pasta meat sauce. It was angel hair spaghetti. Okay, but like it was it was homemade. Like obviously she used the big like cans of San Marzano and like just ground beef. But like is that a little bit of love in there? Oh yeah, you can't beat it. So that's number three. Number two was probably the burger chicken sandwich combo uh, for lunch with. Um, they sold like uh, like really shitty apple pies at our high school for a okay. quick second. Mm-hmm. So for those, and then number one was um, it was like a rarity. Sometimes it happened in grade school. I think we had it in high school like two or three times. But pepperoni bread, pepperoni bread, holy shit, gotta love it. it it's insane. But like it was a good love. It was basically. <laughs> Did you get a side of marinara with that? Uh, yeah, you okay. had to. I, I I'll be honest with you. I didn't care if it was heated up or not. Um, <laughs> I'll just raw dog it. Um, I'm talking about the pepperoni roll itself. I don't like if the marinara sauce is there, like that's perfect. That's fine. That hot or cold, I don't care. But like just the just it's basically a calzone, but it's not, and it's just perfect. Nothing right? wrong with simplicity. No, like Stephen, I'm interested to hear yours. All right, I've been thinking. Um. Okay, honorable mention, I'm going to go with Bosco Sticks. Yes. All right. Okay. Damn it. Yeah. And you even called it correctly. Well done. Um, three, I'm going to go with chocolate milk. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's it always hits right. Smart. Two, I'm going to say is uh, the three pack of cookies from my college. Ooh. Where'd okay. you go to college? Uh, Vincennes University. Okay. And are we and talking then, chocolate chip? Are we talking sugar? Like just there was all variety? Variety. chocolate okay. chip. All three chocolate were, chip. I mean, Could you get a variety pack chips. if you're Sorry, feeling frisky? Get excited over here. No, we're we're staying chocolate chip. So what are what are you paying for a three pack of cookies? Uh, three pack was only like a dollar twenty five. Hell yeah, that'd be like eight dollars now. Yeah, gotta love cookies. <laughs> <laughs> and then my number one would be golden of all time, and it was a I used to get it all the time in high school. It was a. Not a uh, nacho cheese filled uh, pretzel. Yeah, let's okay. Go. That scared me, oh, man. Auntie Anz has attempted that before. They couldn't <laughs> handle the heat. Could not handle it. Hey, those were so good. Okay. Hot take: mall pretzels are trash. Anyways, so, Sean is a Sean is an Auntie Anz investor over here. All right, not an investor, but I investor. I do like to diddle. He might be the reason they came out with the pretzel dog. 
All right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the pres- there are like there are some steadfast ones that like will never break, but like overall, man, like I got a pepperoni pretzel the last time I was there. And if you're going to Auntie Anne's, what's your go-to order? The pretzel dog. It pretzel has dog? to be is because it? everything okay. else is garbage. It's dude. not, man. You put a little cinnamon sugar on that thing. Like I'm good. <laughs> but like, listen, pretzel. I know yeah, I'm not. It. Listen, I know I'm not Jewish though. But like, just throw me a bagel pretzel. We're gonna bring you back, man. Oh, uh, I'm getting. We're gonna, we're gonna bring you back. All right. Um, my honorable mention is gonna be a lot of the things that Dane said. Okay. Um, the cookies deserve the notice from St. Ed's. I don't know what they did to those. Dude. I don't know if they baked them for a second, but they were amazing. And, and it was like, I think it was three for a dollar. Yes. And I still have always nice. like memories slash horrors slash nightmares of watching Danny Scullin eat cookies in a circle like yep. all the way around. Oh like, God. what the fuck are you doing? He would, you he would save like, the middles of all three cookies yeah. and then stack them up and then eat like this yeah, dude, cookie most... sandwich. But I'm like, dude, it's all just the same cookie. I know. It's like people know. eat pizza crust first. <laughs> all right. So this is going to sound a little weird. They used to, like Dane, you might, attack, Robbie, yeah. you might remember this too. At our high school, they had like these Mexican hot pocket things. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm talking Those about? Yeah. Like you weren't quite sure what was in them, but you didn't fucking care. You just knew the next morning was not going to be fun. But at that moment, you did not give a single Well, and it was always lava inside. Yes. That's going at three, right? Yeah, so that's for sure. And you knew, you knew if you had if you had rugby practice later that day, <laughs> oh, no. you're in fucking trouble because you're like halfway also, through that practice. If you're you ever your at, if you ever have off, right, and then you go decide to go to Chipotle before practice, don't have two burritos. Yeah, no. don't do that. And tell the coach about it because mm-hmm. then he thinks it's fun. He's like, "We're gonna run till Aspen Sweeney and Nemeth puke. Like, <laughs> who's gonna go first? And they're like betting fucking money. Walsh, Fox, and stuff are like throwing twenties yeah. at our feet. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I, I won that contest, by the way. Well, yeah. I mean, you were in shape then. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. That was like yeah, hundred pounds ago. Sweeney was not. Um, my number two is it, listen pretzel. Like you can't like a good pretzel it has to be like with nacho cheese sauce like we're good like yeah, it's but you safe. need the big salt. Though. I ha- I was running out of options so and I did, I felt like it did not deserve one. For those are up there. I'm there with you. Like it's a, it's my a, it's number a one is option. a little bit of a home a little bit of a homer right. My ne- my one was going to be taco pizza. Completely agree. Like it was uh I'm I even if I brought a lunch I'm gonna throw that shit away. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, mom. Um, you worked so hard on this. <laughs> it's a Saint Ed's thing, but I would always make sure I was there for breakfast if it was biscuits and gravy day oh bro. okay yeah can i if Fosley's, i can if, biscuits and gravy bro, like, if i can revert back to mine real quick the honorable mentions there were three years straight because i would drive from the east side and i would get dropped off like 45 minutes before school started you hit tina's no uh every now and then i would hit okay. tina's but then my senior year they cracked down on it they would have um I can't remember his name, but the Dina men would walk over. Bex. And, yeah, Bex would clear Dina's out because, like, you got if you guys get dropped off, you can't leave his property. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. No, man, the donuts. I would Ooh. I would rip like three donuts, and they're the glaze with the chocolate frosted and the sprinkles. Like to this day, you had to have the sprinkles though, right? Oh, absolutely. It provides <laughs> a little bit of crunch, man. You get, you know what I mean? It builds, it, it paints the whole picture. In this industry, we call it ch- uh, textural juxtaposition. Yes, exactly. Right? The soft with the crunch, it's fabulous. But I'll be honest with you, man. It's just like I would eat three of those bitches, sometimes four. Uh, specifically, oh, you fatty, like well, four. No, like, but you listen, like I've but crushed like, a dozen donuts they're not in like, my face. I'm not ashamed to admit it. But they're like, they're like cake but they're not to this day i can't find donuts i knew anything like it but i would eat those three or four and then second period we'll biology take you to spud nuts we got you. yeah second period biology i would sugar crash and just sleep <laughs> and then i passed because my dad bought the iguana off the uh, biology teacher after he retired <laughs> my dad still has the iguana <laughs> collusion Listen, were man, you in that class that the kids stabbed the other one 
Uh, no, but oh. I was in the class that were. And we uh, went to a nice high school. Yeah, there. brother. Yeah, <laughs> no, it was like, it was it was just idiots. It was like time to. Uh, they had the fetal pigs. And they oh, gave him yeah. scalpels. And the guy was literally like, this isn't even sharp. And he poked his friend. Oh, yeah. That <laughs> really was my year. Him. What? That, that was, was your year. year. I didn't yeah. know if you were in that class. No, I'm I like, wasn't in that class. I was down if the I hall was, in chemistry. I and I remember like the EMTs coming in and like hearing this story. And I'm like, what kind of a fucking retard <laughs> is like, oh, this scalpel isn't sharp. That literally says like this medical grade old. steel. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> you just touch your friend and it goes right into it and be like, Oh, that wasn't an easy. Like. <laughs> oh, it's kind of skin sharp. is soft. So we got one more. All right, ideal vacations. Okay. Oh, that's easy. You got it. Let me. You want me to? Yeah, start sorry, it up? like All we right. always do, man. Ideal vacation. Honorable mention. I'm gonna go. Um, let's go like mountain ski Ooh, type okay. deal. All right. Um, mm-hmm. In in my advanced age, it is getting harder to ski. Man, like you feel that shit, but I still do enjoy it. Um, wife, not so much. She's deathly afraid of chairlifts, so it's getting harder and harder to take those. But I always find them relaxing. Um, so yeah, I'll go honorable mention: mountain ski resort. Number three, I've never been, but I would imagine going to South America would be pretty baller. Oh, for sure. Venezuela, so, Brazil. Yeah, I think I would love Bro. to go tour those beaches, see beautiful women walking around, scantily clad, and having a gay old time. Not gay, though. Not gay. I mean, but yeah. I mean, exactly. You never. Drunks know. are coming back, you yeah. guys. It's like it's not gay. You're the one sucking my dick. Exactly. <laughs> if he has the bulge, it's not my problem. Uh, number two. I'm going to go just like the ho-hum. Let's just go with like the Holy Trinity of Europe and give me like okay. Ireland, like Scotland, like that Wales, like UK area. Not those like British just, Isles, baby. Exactly. Like, yeah. I don't know. Like London, I'm not a huge fan of, to be honest with you. The people are intriguing. It's kind of like being in New York, but they they hate tourists. So it does kind of suck. You go into Ireland, though, in Dublin, like, oh, you speak in an American accent, and you have girls being like, oh, my God, you're American? I Reading. love your accent. Just- and I'm like, I love your accent. You're. Like, oh. <laughs> yes. Um, and it's awesome. I don't know. It's beautiful. It's genetic it's, with it's, us. Yeah, it's, also, it's just beautiful, too. Um, then, number one. Um, the accent, not the women. Yes. Yeah, number sorry. one would just be, dude, it would, it would have to be just an epic golf trip. Okay. I think um, I would love to do a tour of the. Um, I don't know if I want to go like American side or British side. I mean, isn't what St. Peter's side. in Scotland? Isn't that like the oldest golf course ever? St. Andrews. St. Andrews. Andrews. I was yeah. Sorry, it's not a saint. Yeah, I mean, I think. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think I would want to do like the best courses in the u.s yeah like what like 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 sawgrass maybe do like a whole tpc course yeah like that would be dope like play the greatest you gotta throw augusta in there yeah absolutely but honestly like they might not let them you know yeah they might not let me in all right i don't know like we're like a 30 second cherokee so i don't know if they're gonna (laughs) let us in no (laughs) you gotta you gotta pass the background to get in there um the tpc fair game so it'd be that or maybe even like doing like a Jack Nicholas course tour or something. Okay. Like, oh, something yeah. like no Pebble Beach cool. or anything like that? 
But I mean, yes and no. Okay. Like, I, I'm, just, I'm just curious. I've seen them enough on TV, but like when you look at like the greatest courses, can we yeah, do the I mean, maybe Jack maybe you do a U.S. Open tour course? Okay. Like, because those are always challenging and yeah. crazy. Like, can we something. do the Jack Nicholas course with the John Daly play? Of course. <laughs> cool. I'm, I'm interested. The only way oh, this is super easy for me. Like, Please. as soon as you guys said this, I know. So honorable mention is the Badlands. Okay. North South Dakota, just because, like, that's just, like, beautiful fucking country. You look like you came right from there. Exactly. Yep. Uh, and then my other honorable mention is, is I got a, a Think really hipster good, and lumberjack. For yep. sure. Hipster lumberjack. Um, <laughs> that's literally his look. So pure sex. Um and my second honorable mention is, is I got a friend who she works for the National Park Service out in Northern California. Okay. And she literally just tracks owls and hawks. So, and like, because you, when you track owls, you got a nice set of hooters you got. There. Exactly. No, exactly. <laughs> owls. So she, the, the owls. She, um, when she's tracking owls, she's at night when she's tracking. I've been drinking entirely too much for this. That's okay. <laughs> and she tracks hawks during the day. So when I want to give her a call, I ask her, are you hawking or hooting? Um, but so, and it's gorgeous out there. She sends a Snapchat. She's like, they do this. Is she so that, more responsive when she's hawking over hooting? Uh, uh, actually, because she's texting me like you're walking in the middle of these, in the middle of these woods in the middle of the night and it's pitch black and you just have headlamps. And she's bears. told me, uh, oh, bears, aliens. Yeah. Um, yeah, she's like, sure. she heard aliens. Like, I love the fact that that was your second. Yeah. yeah. Bears, well, she's aliens, heard not even Bigfoot. Bears, she's she's heard that faint <laughs> screams in, in like the distance. And she's like, oh fuck, we have to go now. So those are my two honorable mentions. Um, number three. Those are just honorable mentions. Oh yeah. 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 So number three is Probably just because I haven't been in years. I know you guys try and you guys try and go every year, but it's it's the Cape. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. not only for the nostalgia, but just because like there's something about Where? Cape Cod, Cape Cod, Massachusetts. It's like our, our family's originally from Boston, so every year growing up, we used to go to like we go to Cape Cod. Yeah, and it's like the food. that's a great answer. I overlooked it because I'm we, we take it for granted. Yeah, I take you, it for granted for sure. And I and I haven't and been I, in I years. There's something about the smell. There's something about the food. There's something about just New England. Yeah. That's just insanity. Uh, number two is um, is Ireland. I've never been. I got to go. It's, yes, you it's, do. You know what I mean? It's the motherland. Yeah. Um, I got to go because it's just, <laughs> it is like they keep all the good Guinness over there. I've never had good Guinness then, so I I can't go. drink Guinness in the States anymore no. after drinking it there. It's Thank real. You. And everyone's like, oh, it's that's such a, bl-. no, if no, you've ever tried it, you will fucking agree it's like with a different me 100%. Beer. It's a different beer. It, I, I, I'm the same exact way. It is their like Miller Lite and it is so smooth Oof. down there. Like you can just crush Guinness for 15 hours a day. It's and insane. See, which is a goal of mine. And my number one is as I go back and forth rather from starting from the south and ending in the north or starting in the north and going to the south, but it's Italy. Oh, okay. So it's Italy because specifically for, you know, it's gorgeous country and there's all this history, bada bing, bada boom, but it's the food and the wine. So my favorite wine in the world is from, scaring me. Is from uh, Piedmonte, Italy, which is, or Piedmont, Piedmonte, whatever, is, which is in northern Italy. They you need made. to, can you get yeah, it? Yeah, like they do the it Piedmonte, at Barbaresco. Italia. No, yeah, but like, like Barbaresco, Barolo. Barbaresco is known as like the father of all wines, like red wines. It's just big. It's both Barbaresco, Barolo, Never Dolcetto. Heard of her. These are all of my favorite red wines. And, like, it's very much with Guinness. Like, they ship good wine over here, don't get me wrong. But, like, if you're drinking it straight from the vineyard in Italy, holy shit. And then they've got, I mean, the food in general. I like Italian food's my favorite type of food. And then going back to the booze stuff. Carbs, baby. Yeah, Let's there's, go. There's this, there's this type of, of liquor and low proof and some high proof called Amaro or Amari. 
Uh, one that's every, but a lot of people know, especially if you're in the service industry is for net. Um, but there's a bunch of others, Amaro Montenegro, all this stuff, which is just Amari some, Cooper, which is, which is some of my favorite, <laughs> favorite booze to drink. And then also, um, just to the basics of it, Italian women, Jesus Christ, uh, they're magnets. Uh, they're magnets for me. It's, it's ridiculous. So like literally it would be, it's Italy top to bottom. And like, you know, you start in the North, start with the wine and you work way South and you start getting the color, the Calibrian stuff and you get like into the, the spicier food and the, and the warmer climate. And, you know, and it's just, you can maybe if you're busy, you know, it's separate, but you can pop down to Sicily and it's just, it's a dream of mine to go there. So that's hands down. Number one. I like it now. Two questions. Second one's not really a question. It's more of a statement. The first one, you, you mentioned women. Are you going for more of the like Sicilian route for the ladies? Because, I mean, there is a marked difference. I mean, you have a lot of redheads like Mainland and if they could, Sicily's like olive skin. and No, no, it's Marissa Tomei. Okay. All right. So just very uh, yeah, man. Just ob- specific reference. So that's like New York Italian or whatever. You know what I mean? Specifically, yeah. my cousin Vinny, but also even in the new Spider-Man movies. Good goodness gracious. Yeah. But like Marissa Tomei, I honestly don't even know. She if makes she's a hot Italian. aunt. I yeah, get it. she does. I get but it. no, it's 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 the it's the it's the olive skin. It's the long dark hair. And to be honest with you, it's the attitude. It's the attitude. So just get yourself to New York. You'll find it is. them. It's crazy. Mean You'll women are amazing. And the second one is, um, you know that I don't like to go out for Italian anywhere here unless it's like more than $30 a plate because yeah, I feel like I can it. make it myself better. Yeah, no, absolutely. Like it drives me nuts. Um, um, but my answer is yes, Sean, as well. We'll go the light route. Thank you. And um, it's, it's, it's just something, I mean, like, I no, I completely agree with you. There's like, especially in, in, in our city, there's three or four places where you can really get like true, well-made and like authentic Italian food. Yeah, they're all and, they're all in Little Italy. Well, some of them are. <clears throat> yeah. Some of them are, but one is actually downtown, and it's funny. The joke is, is it's the best Italian food in the city made by Armenians. Hey, nothing wrong um, with that. But it doesn't matter because the sacchetti's insane. If you know the how to do it. Are insane. But shout out to Mia Bella in Little Italy. You know what I mean? Say what you want about all that stuff. But every time I've gone, the food, we, we is... got a diamond in the rough right here called Giorgio, Jojo Corlonis. So shout out to them as well. Yeah. Let's all go. Right. Say, I'm a, shout out to Robbie for holding that shit. Steve, down. what do you got? Man? I got to go bathroom break. Oh, I, got you. I, was trying to, I was trying to buy you some time yeah, to keep baby. thinking about it. What all right. You, I'm excited to hear got? this one. Uh, okay. <clears throat> I will mention, I'm going to go Egypt. Ooh, oh, hell yeah. that's good a deep cut. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Yeah, that's yeah. a good one. Have you been before or um, just like it just never you never. just like the culture, like history, yeah, all that I, stuff? Okay. I love I, I absolutely you wouldn't be afraid of like period. a mummy like coming know, to life dude, like, and I'm not killing lie. you or anything or no, like I wanna be I wanna be a random there. curse shout coming back. Frazier. Yeah, no, for sure. He did us all a service. Yeah, let's uh told me Indiana, baby. Yeah, hell yeah. Yes, sir. Um, three would be Puerto Rico. That's my motherland. Okay. Never been to Puerto Rico. Uh, two is going to be Tomorrowland Festival in Boom, Belgium. Okay. I've, I've, uh, I've heard. 
It's, uh, yeah, I'll be I'll be going there soon. That one's that's the soonest trip I'm gonna have. I don't know if you noticed, but that's, everything in social media that I put up with you, like I put up EDM music just to honor you. Yes, so I'm like I remember yeah, that. I, sting- I could not remember the specific like artist you like the most. So I'm like I'm just gonna pick something that I think goes well with it and just roll. It, and hopefully I didn't disrespect you at all. So. <laughs> No, no disrespect. No, no. I'm, I'm just I'm so out of the loop on that. Me stuff too. Now. Me too. Oh, I'm I'm not in the I'm loop. Still at a bit, all. Like, I've never been looped. So. Flostradamus is still in my rotation. <laughs> okay. Like I've always been a huge fan of his, but like Good. that was, uh, yeah, from Chicago. Sucks getting old. Yeah, hard to keep up with that shit now. And then uh, number one for me is Rome. You go to like the Basilica and all that. I've I've wanted to go there since I was little. I watched Midnight Mass. When the Pope is gives it, like I've always wanted to go. That good for you, man. So yeah, Rome would be Rome's number one for me. All right, and I felt like I was very selfish in mine. I'm just like, yeah, I want to golf. It's all right. It's vacation. You're allowed to be selfish, right? All right. So honorable mention for me. It's listen. I know I'm going to take some heat for. I'm going to go Disney. All right, just because whenever Ooh, I, I go to Disney, a good time, man. Place that, like I know how to do it now. Like I've been there enough, and even if when I go with kids, like I still have a good time because like I know, like I'm not going to get yelled at for drinking. Yep. You know I mean, plus we my wife's going to be in a good, now. yeah. Oh fuck it, and then my wife is in a good mood the whole time. So like that means like everything's just easier. She wants to be super mom. I could just get crushed walking around Epcot pushing a stroller. <laughs> it's like a portable like beer holder. It's yeah, great. I mean, honestly, like, Disney gives you the free pass to be an adult child. Correct. Yeah, you have to care it, after your children. I get the people. I get it. I get that when people were like, "Oh, it's weird when only adults go there." I can get that side of the argument, but those are just people that can't afford to go to Disney. Yes. Okay. Yeah, so. and they're or they're dinks. Double income, no kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> correct. <laughs> correct. Correct. All right. So number three, I'm going with Portugal. All right. Um, I'm going there specifically for food and alcohol and the views. Like you know, what I mean, like mm. put me up in Lisbon, right. Right Sean on the beach, fuck, right, <laughs> dude. And port wine is port wine dude, is. Whew. I fell in love with port wine when I went there with the rugby team. Like I'm telling you, like this is my favorite place in the world I've ever been to. I think the architecture is beautiful. I don't barely anything about the history, but like everything there is just beautiful. The food was fucking phenomenal. Like I never knew what like Portugal was known for. And I found out, like, oh, they're known seafood? for awesome bread, yeah. seafood, depending on the city, cheese, pork. I'm like, oh, why? Is this heaven? Like, yeah, is this like what the, this it's is? It's like the merriment like? of like Italian. And, oh my like, god! In Spain, Spain. Oh, yeah. it's yeah, it's like right in the middle of it. Yeah, people correct. sleep on Portugal, dude. dude it, I'm telling. I I don't like telling people about <laughs> it because I'm like, call. don't go visit there because I it's been my favorite country I've been to, like by far. And I love Ireland. Don't get me wrong. Like, I I could go back there anytime. I feel like I've already had the best time I'm ever going to have in Ireland. I went there my junior yeah, and senior there year me. for a for three weeks. In my last two weeks, we stayed in Dublin, in the Ritz, downtown. Like, I went to professional rugby matches. I, I don't remember half the fucking week. Like, I had the best time I'm ever going to have. So, like, for that, that's why they, I left Ireland off. My number two, I had it specifically golf, but because Dane said golf, I'm going to say just in general, a boy's trip. Like, to me, going on a good guy's trip, even if it's just a weekend away. Are we talking as flying I, or road trip? Oh, flying. Or, or road trip. doesn't matter. Either no, one. fuck that. Flying. Because we flying, fly dude. well. Well, heard. We, we know fly. how to fly. Yeah. <laughs> when, when we start traveling more, we realize there are certain comforts I'm willing to spend up for. Fucking flying first class or business like economy is well worth it. I'm going to do it every fucking single time. 
Every time we do it. Yeah. We fly yeah. a bunch now. You know what I mean? Yeah, like different events and stuff. with your ride? Oh, uh, starting off with a double jack and ginger. And like, as soon as I sit down, please. Like, yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? And then like, if I'm done and you like, we still have time for another one. You might as well just, just. Yeah. Just and I know to rolling. just bring my, my cover your headphones yeah. because this we traveled together. Great. The whole yeah. Time. Like, I get two of those in me and I'm I'm out. Like, and I wake up like, I'm like, would I snore at all? What? He's like, are you serious right now? Like, you the whole plane. But I don't give a shit. Like I was in Pat's house. Yeah, I just tell you me I just up. put them on, and I'm like, ah, but a, go- a guy's good. trip. I don't care if we're golfing, if we're if it's cornhole, if it's. I just like for me, being and it sounds terrible. Like I'm not trying, like actively trying to get away from my family, but like it recharges me. Like I feel like when I come back, like I'm I'm a better dad, I'm a better husband. Like it just re-energizes me and just like reminds me that like sometimes like when you go through like the mundane shit every single day. Life gets boring, but like it spices it up. Or if I have something to look forward to, like it just kind of, I don't know, it just yeah, keeps my energy up. Listen, man, you got to treat yourself, not cheat yourself. Okay? Yeah. You know what I mean? And those are things mm-hmm. that I think like as me and my wife have been together longer, like that's it's like she kind of finally gets it about me. She's like, oh, like you still like me. Like you just like to get away every once in a while. Yeah. I just need to burn off the energy. Yeah. It's, not, it's no offense to anybody. It's For just sure. like, me time. My number one is unleash. still, I, I cannot top. Just give me a beach all inclusive. Like I want to wake up at 7 a.m., park my ass on a beach and have somebody bring me a drink all day. I'm either reading a book, listening to music, whatever, and I can barely walk by the time it's dinner. I mean, like, and I crush yeah, food yeah. and I repeat seven fucking times. Uh, I sign me up. Like I've never been all dude, inclusive. My I'm one telling you, trip I know that I, I had. Know. And I tell you this the all the time. COVID. Shut the world down. My I honey, I had such a great. Day. So we were supposed. So that's what we were I'll supposed to do for day. our ten year anniversary. I know. I'm like, let's do an all inclusive again, just you and I. That'll be fun. And that somehow got turned into like we're taking the kids to Disney. So like, I don't know <laughs> yeah. how that how that happened. Robbie got away from you a little bit. Huh? It did get away from me a little bit. Um, <laughs> I've never fuck, done an all inclusive. Instagram. I'm just gonna say yeah. that now. I've never fuck done Instagram. the all inclusive stuff, but I know like Nick and Kim, they went to one in Jamaica. Dude, I'm telling like, you, I know a bunch of people that have, and they're like, bro, you don't. You when don't I sat down the first anything. day, like it was like I woke up early, right? So like 7 a.m. I went down, saved us chairs. Like, you know, so we made sure we had umbrellas and stuff because I'm white as shit. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to go off yeah, like all the sun. We know? don't crisp, we burn. Correct. So, <laughs> save us spots. And then we sit down by like Speak 8 o'clock. A waitress true. comes up. She's like, can I get you anything to drink? And I'm like, like, what? Like, what kind? She's like, well, anything you want. I'm like, like anything. Like if I ordered like a screwdriver, she's like, yeah, you want a screwdriver? I'm like, oh my. And like Val, I could see Val saw like the tiger come out of me because I'm like, this is going to be so much fun. Like, I, uh, it, yes. So all inclusive, if you haven't done it, you got to do it. halfway empty. Do a kids, Bloody Mary. Listen, no kids. Follow it up with an IPA. Thing. No kids resort. I'm telling you, you will thank me later. Do a no kids resort. Only adults. Michael and Scott edition. Let's go sandals. Ballin. There you go. Ballin. Ballin. Well, dude, that was fun. It was fun. That was. I That's were. I was so excited fun. when I came up with those like uh, tear talk ones. I'm like, dude. oh, I'm sure we'll be saying them again oh, several times. But you were. We fun. just got the. You got to pop the cherry was, with this. Yeah, Steve, this so. was like the perfect group of individuals to do it with. I feel like. Hell yeah! Especially the school lunch one. Like we all had like so the fact that we cr- I crossed off. Like I was gonna say chicken patty just as, but like they were good, but like they were so easy to steal too. He just low key, pot throw. Yeah, had. man. Yep. Like you know, what I mean, and I looked so nice in high yeah. school. Like they were never suspecting yeah, me. Just, you just wear your hoodie. Yeah, you buy one, empty, bro. and you just pocket another one. Boom, you have two. Yeah. Why do you think they got rid of the book baby. bags? Dude. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and now these guys are all stu- like dumb. Like they're wearing like super tight. Like oh, I know. Pants. Dude, what's that bulge? Like, it's not yeah. natural, motherfucker. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, goddamn. <laughs> yeah. 
I can see that's a chicken patty in there. Oh, so we'll have you back on uh, as soon as you win another national. So hopefully here in just a few months. Um, is there anyone you want to shout out in particular? Oh, uh, appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, obviously, Titan Bags. You know, shout Brandon. out to Mr. Graba. Yeah, Mr. Graba. Love him. Love that uh, man. Fan Bags. Wait on the tattoo. Brian Potter. Gotta love, love them. Uh, Hitless Cornhole Tucker. It's my guy. And shout out, uh, shout out Terry Dennis. All right. That is the Missouri Mays general manager. Oh, yeah. I like it. Dude, okay, before Hell we go, yeah. what's your experience been like in team so far? Do you like it? Um, yes. Okay. I don't, I'll be honest. And I'm yeah, going to be honest. I don't like that teams events are at opens. Me either, man. It, it makes it Wasn't tough. Not, not the same. Yeah. It's because yeah. it's never been like that gonna, before. Correct. No, this yeah, is man, the it just, year. it's almost like they're pushing it off. Like they work so hard to build it up. And last year I started buying into it. Yeah. And then I really now thought it's the shit, team's man. Thing like what was the fuck? Be Where are we going? going to push at the national, but yeah, I mean, it's a whole different, cause I'll be honest, like the mentality, the mindset I go into building for a national, it's just not the same for an open. It's just not. No. And teams events have always been played at nationals. Well, like, do like just, do minor league team events at opens, yeah, right? Like, but then the national scene, they, like, they have. Been, yeah, I know we shouldn't be playing there either. I don't no, I, I that's I just do my agree. opinion. No, I agree. I do. Agree. It takes you. it away. It, yeah, nationals are special. You know what I mean? Like when it's just, I yeah. get that they want like more people to like to witness it because at a national is most of the time it's just you guys, but. It's still yeah. like you're right. You're getting better games, and now that you guys finally know that, like, oh hey, we're playing for fucking money, so maybe we should take this seriously. You know what I mean? Yeah. The games get really competitive, and it's fun to see the different pairings that you have. You know what I mean? And you guys yeah, get to be like general managers practically and figure all this lineup shit out. You know, it's kind of fun to watch. So but would you rather see teams back at nationals rather than a blind draw? Absolutely. Ooh, good question. So yeah, to me, honest, like, I, I usually don't even play the blind draw. Yeah, I'm, I'm I, and I, I hear that from a lot. So it's like, why even? Why keep the blind draw anymore? Like, you can't. Like, I don't know. The blind draw to me is like trying to give like the lesser player a fighter's chance. Well, there, guess what? There's no lesser players anymore. Like we are at no. a time now where top crazy. to bottom, it is crazy deep. So let people earn it now how they should, which is. Doubles and single scores. I'm sorry. They need to get both of those in there and then bring the teams back to nationals. I'm there with you because teams to me is like, it's the most fun cornhole we've seen in the ACL to date. And we just happened to walk up on it and it was, we were there the year prior and it was still just an absolute blast at worlds watching that. I wasn't sold on until I saw the, until I saw the finals. When I saw the championship match when the Ohio aviators were going against Carolina. Yeah. Like that's when I was sold. I'm like, Oh, okay. This is what they were talking about. Mm -hmm. We just hadn't seen it yet. It was awesome to see the players there cheering on each other. Like, cause you don't see that anywhere else. Like it was a very fun atmosphere to be a part of. Yeah, it is. It's super fun. And to be honest, it, Last last year, our team it gave me like just an opportunity to talk talk with players that like I I normally might not talk to. You know what I mean? So like, you know, it's it's super cool. It's just yeah, I just don't I don't agree with the open part. What what team were you on last year? Were you on Missouri? Were you on Mace? Chicago? Oh, you were on, yeah. okay. All right, you guys. I mean, you guys you surprised guys had, a lot uh, of people. Yeah, you surprised us. We got yeah, we got third. And yeah. I'll be honest, if we if Gavin and Ryan don't lose the first game, but we. I, we're playing in championship. Yeah, for sure. 
Hundred percent. Like that you hang it on him. You can walk next door and let him know that you said that. <laughs> Not <laughs> all the <hockey> <laughs> Listen, man, he's won a lot of games. He's in the Matrix right now. He's, he's LinkedIn. Yeah. So I'm sure he's he's not listening. So good stuff. Well, hey man, I want I want to appreciate you uh, joining us, man. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, you're always fun. I, I'd say this before you were on. You're like genuinely like one of the nice guys in the game, and I think that's something that is to be said. We've met a lot of players, you know. What I mean, but like you're genuinely nice and like we appreciate your support and like, you've always treated us well and you're just a cool dude, man. Like, so I implore you, if you ever see Steven Burns at a tournament, go up to the fucking dude. Like he, he yes. looks like a beast now, man, but I'm telling you, like he's the nicest dude ever. And you take time with people. And I think like, as we were trying to grow the sport as a professional player, like you do that aspect very, really well. And I think that's something like we always respect from players. So I admire that from you. So yeah, and you'll, if you don't know exactly what he looks like, you'll spot him from a shoe game. Mm-hmm. He'll have the best. Shoes yeah, for sure. <laughs> I appreciate you guys. I appreciate that too, man. That really means a lot to me. Of course, you, man. You guys keep killing it too. Thanks, man. We're trying. You guys are one of my one of my favorite podcasts. So it was oh, a look at that! Pleasure to be on. We made it, dude. High five. We made it. Yes. All right. Um. So we'll have you hang on. We're gonna let everyone else go. Um. Thanks for listening this long. If you're still tuning in, I mean, we're approaching what like two and a half hours. So yeah, right around Just there. Just another banger. Yeah. More audio gold as always. We'll be back with you more with more content next week. Don't forget to check out our Patreon. Um, and yeah, well, as always, we hope you throw it straight. Ask nothing but four baggers from here on out. Cornhole it later. Hey, Robbie, thanks for joining us, buddy. Thanks for having me, guys. Of, of course. course. I, like, you're pleasure. just sitting there like a Jedi mind trick, and Love I'm just like, oh, I should say bye to Robbie. Just hey, chilling. Yeah. Bye, Robbie. All right, so we're going to end the episode. Bye. Okay, bye. bye.